What would you get for today? Forget that there was any sunlight left. What would you spend today thinking about? Yourself or the man that's beside you? Or the man that you know you'll give everything in your heart for? We get one opportunity in life, one chance in life to do whatever you're going to do, to lay your foundation and to make whatever mark you're going to make. Whatever legacy you're going to leave, leave your legacy. And it's found through effort. Wins and losses come a dime a dozen. But effort, nobody can judge effort. Because effort is between you and you. Effort ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. So that team that think they're ready to see you, that think what they seen on film, they ain't saw what film shows. Because every day is a new day. Every moment is a new moment. So now you got to go out and show them that I'm a different creature. Now! Seven minutes past the hour. Welcome to the kickoff hour. It is the best of show today. Let's get started. Let's go. I'm kind of in the area. I come up with uncomfortable ideas about society that no one wants to talk about. But if you think about them, if you'll just put all the, if you'll get rid of that and just think about it. Rick, you're in a in a funny kind of way. You're a modern day Plato. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't. I'm not sure that's a compliment, but it sort of is. You don't wear those weeds in your hair, right? And you and you wear a little more clothing, sure. And you've put the sandals to the road to Damascus shoes up. But I do have some. Yeah, you've got some. You remember when I talked about buying organs while you're still alive, selling your organs? So a you cutting get cutting mo- edge idea, Rick, that has caught fire. States in are doing it. Some states are trying it. You know, you pay for them, put your kids through college, then you die, and they get your organs. Yeah. This one today deals with churches. Now, hold on. I'm talking about you big mega churches of the new millennium. We are members of, of what, what I would call really big churches. In my world, they are. I mean, if you've got— Based on where you grew up. Yeah, I went, I grew up, I went to church, 300 people Easter Sunday, and now you know, there's 5,000 every Sunday. You know, that's a big church to be, and I know they're bigger ones, and this will apply to them too. It's getting to a point, not just at churches, but at all big places, where too much specialized parking, guests— First-time visitors, second-time visitors, third-time expectant mothers. You got the handy. Handicap, that's exempt from this conversation. Okay. All right? But that's a given. I would like somebody to tell me the difference between handicap and special needs. Well, let me tell you, when you have two small children, I know what special needs are. Does that count? Even though I don't park in those spots, I am very tempted to do so. Does that count? Rick, have you seen how much baggage? Yeah, but is that what they mean? You've got one T-tot. We've got expectant mothers, and we've got pregnant mothers and just delivered mothers. To me, if you think you qualify for special needs, you qualify. All right, but we would agree, uncomfortable to say this, uncomfortable to say this, happened to me this past Sunday, I thought I had found an out and got shut down on my parking space. I mean, I thought, I said, well, I found a little hunting spot here nobody knows about. Got a letter that I can't park there, and they put cones up to block me out this past Sunday. And I got caught some grief from Sherry that I was doing something illegal. There was, the curb had no markings on it in any way. What shape have or, you been doing? I had found this little curb as you come through, drop off the kids, and drop off Sherry. And I would whip around the back of the building. There was a curb right over by the air conditioning unit. Nobody, it was open every Sunday. I just pulled right over there. Well, they said an emergency vehicle wouldn't be able to get through with me parking there. And maybe that's true, so I won't park there anymore. So you've been called down on church parking? Yes, because I, I'm the master. You got a letter? A letter. Yeah. But How did they know it was you? They didn't. They just put it, whoever you are, on, on, on my windshield. Oh, no. Yeah, can't park anymore. On the windshield? But as I was driving down into the pit, because these big churches always, if you park, I mean, you better be in shape to even be able to get back to the church. 
Okay. Right. I passed all kinds of great parking nobody was in, and they were all special types of parking. Not talking about handicap. That's out of the subject. I'm talking about first time, second time, third time, visitors, guests, uh, mothers here, spec this. And I said, you know, all the parking spaces are used up. By what, to me, I think you're hurting your membership. Hear me out. The worst thing you can do parking-wise is to become a member. I know. That's the worst thing that could happen if you become. You get a, to go park out in the gravel. Yeah, now you become a. You always spot the members because they're sweating, trying to get to the church from the parking. Rick, this is no joke, and this may sound shallow. We visited a church, and it. And I'll be honest, we. It was so far to walk. Oh yeah. I mean, it was like it's Six Flags trying to get in there to yes. park. And and this. I know this makes me a shallow person. Can I just announce it? Okay. Yeah, of course it does. The church is on a slight incline. Yeah. From the parking lot. Physically, I couldn't get to the sanctuary without being completely give out. Bubba, I, I'm gonna tell you something. If I could say off air, I know the church it was, and that's why I ruled it out too. <laughs> I, I'll just tell you. It, I got in there and me. I was going. I couldn't. You know, I couldn't even sing the hymns because I couldn't breathe. Well, I couldn't you know, stand I, up. I, I right. couldn't stand up. My knees were wore out and, and hurting by the time I got there. Picture this now. This they is, need trams in the parking lot. This is Can cu- I call that? this is cutting edge. How about this? We want you to enjoy our church, and once you become a member, you get the best parking. You reverse it. Members get the good parking. Visitors have to walk. And now, the, I know and you're going to catch a carrot, flack. A carrot out there. I know you're going to catch flack of that idea, but I see where you're going. I, you're telling me membership has its privilege. Right. How about this? I talk to somebody. I know we want to be loving to the visitors. That happens once they get inside. You greet them, you love them, you hug them, and you even say, you know, when you become a member, you'll get one of those parking spaces like mine. Let me show you mine on the way out sure. since you're a visitor. I'm the one up there in the front. You know, but p- hear me. Give me the MasterCard commercial, parking up front, price. <laughs> you know? oh, hear me out now, because I've talked to people, how long you been visiting our church? Oh, six months. Well, how come? They said, heck, we want that gas parking. I mean, and- Look, Speedy, I've got it for you. Vacation Bible school, $20. <laughs> Weekly tithe, 10%. Parking spot up front, priceless. <laughs> for everything else. There's MasterCard. <laughs> you know, but think, you know, that's all I could think about. I thought, now that I've become a member of my church, I have, I've been banished to the pit. I've, I've got to go park in the hole and then make and climb my way back to church. It's tough coming out Am of Am I home. hearing from both of you Shouldn't that you it be didn't dang, join look, a certain ask you church because you couldn't walk to church? There was a church that was too physically demanding, yes. <laughs> yeah, that I could and not that make was your cut. reasoning for not joining. Well, here, here's <laughs> yes. because you couldn't no. walk up the hill. Yes. Yes. It, <laughs> I spent two years trying to find a church. Did you ever, were you ever a fourth-time visitor and you went ahead and parked where it said first, second, or third time? No. I did. And you get out. I and, went to special needs. Well, you get out and then you wonder whether anybody recognizes you. Did, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know what you, I How did. do they really know how many times I've been Drive a different car every time? Yeah. You know what I was afraid of when Dress I Dress a little different, get a new haircut. When I parked. Rotate the kids differently. When I parked in special needs. There was a couple of times I got out, and I was, and I found myself being conscious of the of the fact that were people thinking I was not special needs enough, right? You know, because one time does fat count? One time Betty grabbed Caitlin and both baby bags, and all I had was Hunter to carry in, and I thought, well, it looks like my load's a little light for special needs. I wish you'd left me. So that you bag. really you park, park in special, special needs? needs? I have in the past. I don't now. Now that I've got my spot in the dirt over there, I, I like that. Look, I can't worship if I'm winded. 
Yeah. I mean, can, can, I, can I just call that? I mean, I spend half the service catching my breath. And I had a good spot, and I've been with, bumped out of it. Or you got your Sunday shoes on, you're going with a twisted ankle. That's no good. Oh, look, look, I, I'll – little dust on. Yeah, can I park in special needs because of my bad foot? Oh, I think you qualify. Look, I drop out Sherry and the kids at the drive-thru drop-off because right. Brooks has to go to the nursery. Right. And then Brandy and Blake, they, they latch on because they don't have to hike with Dad. Right. And it's almost like my family watches me now as I drive away going, we may never see him again. Yeah. There goes, bye, Dad. You know, and I'm like, so really, becoming a member, you get worse parking. I just want us to think about that. I know hey, it's can uncomfortable. I, can I tell you another thing, too, that you I'm very conscious the- about? I think it, I've parked too far if I can't start my truck with a keychain <laughs> so <laughs> it's cooled off. Right. If I'm out of the range, I kind of scold myself and go, i got to get here earlier. Oh, for the longest, people thought I was an usher because I had to catch my win out in the lobby before I went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're telling me you come in after music as the preacher's about to right. start, and everybody's like, and you come in and go, people have asked me for a bulletin. I'm going, I'm just, you know. <laughs> Look, our church, our church is I'm well known. Just, I'm just trying to get my breath so I can get in there and sing. Look, the doxology. Our church is well known. I mean, it's how would it sound? You have to skip. Oh, All oh, blessings. Oh, praise Father. Holy Ghost. I mean, it's you know, it's tough. So. Just think about membership earns you better parking, not worse. Because everybody's got that commercial in their mind. Membership has it. Think about it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The uh, evil show, Temptation Island, has now unfortunately infiltrated the show. And um, one of the things that has been an ongoing question here, are you responsible for what you dream? Now, I will say this. I do know that Speedy and and I and D, we are clear because there's one thing that is certain. There's no way you you I can be held responsible for what Bubba dreams. No you way. That you're correct. That, sure. There is That's no right. way. That's right. I mean that, that I know I am completely clear on. Yes. Rick, you know I have a, a very large head. We've talked about yes. it on the show. Extremely large. And uh, you know back there in the in the back lower hemispheres, there is no telling what's going on back sure. there, especially when I'm asleep. It's so, like having a really big warehouse. You yeah. put a lot in there. Yeah, there's a lot of aisles and uh, shelves back there. Yeah. Rick, uh, a nightmare last night, and and you, folks, you know sometimes when you have that dream that you wake up and you're you're literally in a cold sweat. The dream is so real and so vivid, intense, and, and so intense. You think uh, that it really happened to you, and when you first wake up, it takes you a minute to figure out: a was that a dream? B who am I? And C where am I at? You yes. know that kind of thing. Sure. Rick and I know it was. I should never watch Temptation Island and doze off and go to sleep. That it, it was fresh on my mind. I know it was a. And y'all, I apologize, but I think this will help me get over because I was visibly shaking when I walked in this morning. You know, I saw you right out of the elevator, and you were looking at me like, "What's up?" And I said, "Oh, I had a nightmare." Rick, we all of the members here of the show, uh, me, you, Speedy D, and and Cassio. We're wow, all in our. We, in yeah, Four we were in our. Uh, in. We were in our Bermuda shorts and flip flops and flowery shirts, sitting on the beach. That's a pretty scene. There was a fire, and there was that guy who is the guy who God, is that guy. the host oh, of Temptation no. Island. 
And he said, guys, he said, uh, we're going to play a little game here. And said, I have uh, worked this out with your wife so that it's okay. And I, and well, this I, really is a dream. And I have talked to God, and you have a pass here. See, so you're saying you're dreaming went as far as to give us passes from wives and God himself? Yeah, so what that it wouldn't be a sin. World? Yeah. Wow. We are broadcasting. So, look, y'all, <laughs> I can't help the dream. I did not script it. It just happened. Let me say again, okay. I know there no way can I be held responsible for what Bubba dreams. <laughs> Thank you. No the way. Guy, the guy said. That's not even possible. The guy said, <laughs> guys, on the other side of the island is every female that you have worked with Past and present. This is employees, interns, everybody, and the Bolts cheerleaders. What? Well, then I've got it made because that means Sherry's there. Was she excluded? Rick, I, Did the dream exclude? He said he had a pass from your wife, so I don't know. Okay. Because okay? she worked with us. I didn't ask that question, okay? And he said, we're going to play Temptation Island. First, all of you are going to pick somebody you want to go on a fantasy date with. Oh. Then I'm going to interview every one of them and find out which one of y'all they would most like to go on a date with. Uh, I'm sweating. At this point, I'm looking around going, this ain't real. And all of y'all are really into it. And I just. I know I'm not. No, no, no. I start. I know I. And yeah. He says, yeah, he probably was. But look, and and y'all start talking like who you're going to pick. And I. I Listen. Listen. I jump up and I scream, guys. The only way to win is not to play the game, and nobody's giving me anything. That, that help. Okay. There's your helpless part I, of the dream. I'm working There's my the way anxiety around. part. I'm working no, my way around dream, the circle. He's, a good guy. he's trying no, to save no, everybody. It was, look, look, it was a dream. Okay, <laughs> I'm working my way around the circle, and I was going, Cassio, Cassio, what about Michelle? What about Michelle? And he's going, I can't hear who the who the choices are. Oh my you know, God! And, no. and I go, Speedy. This Speedy. is a dream if you're just joining yeah. us. Yes. Speedy, and I'm shaking. And I go, D, what about all of them down at the club? You already got. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, and everybody, all y'all are doing going, now you remember, and we're trying to figure out who all's going to be on the island. And I go, and I'm, I'm grabbing Rick's arm, going, Rick, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And you're going, man, look, look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus here. I got first pick. You know, no. and, well, one well, would get one first would. pick. Sure. Yeah, wow. we were going in order. Well, no offense, show. but I would get first pick. One through five. Dave just realized he's got fourth best. But <laughs> yeah, anyway. that's fine. But, <laughs> but it's a lot of people out there. And, and then I've, I, I'm trying to get y'all's attention, and at the same time, it's going through my mind, how many people are going to be on this island to pick from? So and then, and then, is that the point in the dream where in this dream you start you've been convinced that this is okay now you're starting to think no, what my no, choices no, are I'm st- no <laughs> huh? no it's it ran through my mind but I'm still trying to shut it down okay who is the main person that's trying to convince you that this is clear oh y'all are not paying me any attention everybody y'all are y'all are already trying to figure out who you're going to pick but then and then this panic come over me oh my gosh they're going to get to pick on the show who they want to go out with too and of course I know they're all going to pick Speedy because you remember in the early days of the oh, show, yeah. I if you didn't have a crush on Speedy, you didn't get to be an intern. Right. You know, I'm, way back. Oh, so, I mean, I hack This was a dream. It was a dream. Right, but yeah. now, I hack was not a dream. That no. happened. Yeah. And, and now, you, you never, you never <laughs> acted on it, but it happened. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, I mean, and I'm trying to get everybody's attention. And I've got this terrible feeling in my stomach. Like, this is so wrong that we're on this island. And I'm, I'm trying to get – no, 
it, what was so aggravating, nobody is giving me anything. I can't get anybody's attention. So there's a there. Ryan was there, number six on the show. Right. And of course, I, so you picked a bad time to walk through yeah. that door for you. <laughs> I would go back out, man. Yeah. And Ryan, knowing he's number six, is trying to make a deal so nobody will pick his. And there's this. Can storm. I can I stop again a, and say y'all do realize it? There's no grounds for us to be held responsible for what Bubba dreamed. Dang, Look, yeah. there's a storm starting to blow up. And I see lightning and thunder, and I'm thinking this whole thing. I can't believe y'all believe this host that he got a pass. One from our wives and two from God. Did he okay? really say from God? Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. And so the anxiety part of the dream is you screaming, y'all, we can't do this. Nobody, I know there's something wrong. Right. And y'all won't listen to me. Look, it's, like, it's, like under, it's like we're under a trance and yeah. you can't shake us out. Yeah. Okay. And the storm coming. So the camera, the, the lights. argument with their wives when we get Sure. The, light, the lights come on. The cameras are rolling. The guy's got the mic. And Rick Burgess is stepping up to take his pick on his date. Who does he pick? And he, start, and he starts. Who does he pick? Listen. It is impossible. <laughs> For, for me to be drugged into the... I am an innocent bystander here. It's no, it's listen, wrong, and, I, and Rick starts giving the, the pros and cons of, of different people along the way. And and I grab... Hey, he's going to get to you here. In a, a last... <laughs> in a last desperate attempt to stop Rick from making a terrible mistake. And the storm is really getting... And the wind's Boy, starting the sim- to blow The everybody. symbolism in this dream. Yeah. Wow. And I grab the mic cord, and I'm pulling, 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 trying to get the microphone away from Rick. At that point, I wake up. Oh. I have the hose to my CPAP mask. <laughs> and I have got that CPAP mask pulled about a foot off my face. <laughs> That thing is blowing wide open right in my face. That's the wind from the storm I'm dreaming. Oh, wow. And it, and it freaks me out. It scares me. I let the hose go in the mask. <laughs> right the only way to win is <laughs> not to play the game. And I'm screaming the only way to win. And Betty's going, who's winning what? <laughs> wow. And I wait. And I'm like, you know, you go through that scamper like, hey, where am I at? And I try to get composure. And put Betty back to sleep and then make my way to the shower. The alarm clock is also going off. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It is a Cook's Pest Control Pest Stuff here on the kickoff hour. I'm your host, Speedy. Thank you for being with us. This portion of the Rick and Bubba Show is brought to you by AlabamaRoadTrips.com. Are you looking for a fun family vacation that's free? Yeah, that's free. You can enter right now to win the out-of-the-world family road trip at AlabamaRoadTrips.com. And listen, it's a value totaling $3,500. It's a perfect weekend getaway for adventurous families. All lodging and meals are included, plus you get... $1,500 spending money to customize the trip however you want. So check it out right now at alabamaroadtrips.com. We're going to announce the winner Friday, July 9th right here on the show. So check it out. The World Family Road Trip today. You need to uh, you know, register at alabamaroadtrips.com. You're looking for the out-of-the-world family road trip. Go register today. Good luck. You can always go to rickandbubba.com and look under the sponsors page 
for a link as what well. What a great feeling it is to graduate, oh, too. Were you, so, were you as relieved as I was? What? Yes. Was I relieved? My goodness. Rick, I couldn't I believe mean, it. No joke. When I went to rehearsal that day, about 2 o'clock, and I saw my name on that chair, I went and asked somebody, I said, now, if I'm on that chair, is there any way they can pull me out? And they said, no, if you're on the chair, you're in. And I couldn't believe it. How good did that feel? Oh, Rick. Well, I still had a sick feeling. You know what I mean? I I could not enjoy the college graduation like I enjoyed high school. Well, see, I Because I knew I was in in high school. College, I still thought I even forgot something. Well, I wanted to get mine in the mail. My mother wouldn't let me. She said, yeah. no, we've been through all this. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to see you walk. Moms said, are king of making you go across yeah. the stage. Yeah. And in all honesty, I'm going to admit something to you that I never admitted because I think it's far enough now. I seem to have a job, and, and I'm trapped in this business, I think, forever now because I can't think of any other way to make a living. Um, I actually, my diploma has somebody else's name on it, and I have never brought that up to anybody. Does it really? Uh, and and and, but I, I was too afraid to bring any attention to it because I thought that they that maybe I wouldn't get mine. Right. You know what I mean? So I just took the one they gave me. Yeah. And I still have it. I don't. We don't post it up in the house because my name's not on it. But right. uh, but uh, but uh, I. I so, well, look, can, look. If they made a mistake, right, on my transcript, uh, and and they thought I had a class I didn't have. Yes. How long has got to go by before I can bring that up and they can't take it back? Oh, well, you're in now. Are how, you how, sure? long, how long you been out? Uh, let's see. High school eighty two, college ninety two. <laughs> so it's been it's the, uh, the decade of learning. What is this? Ninety eight. I've been out. Have I been out that long? Yeah. No, I haven't. I wasn't out. Because I remember what. Have I been out that long? Yeah. Oh, it's ninety eight, man. I got out. It in, doesn't seem like ninety eight to me, does it, y'all? I, I tell you what, it seems like a good ninety four is what it. Yeah, seems it really like. does. Yeah, I, I got out. I in, think I missed four years. <laughs> I got. I out, think I got up too early. Is what it yeah, was. I got out in eighty nine, so I, I've been out uh, nearly ten years just from college. So I, they can't get me now. But but that that was my whole thing. I, and I told the guy, and I've told you just a thousand times, it is the truth. He said, "Well, they, you know, they're still doing records. You know, if if somebody comes up to you and asks you to step out," and I said, "No." I said, I'm going to the podium, and I'm getting, I'm getting a diploma from somebody. And I, and I told him, I said, I will make all kinds of trouble if y'all, if y'all try to pull me out. I said, I'm going to the podium. And, and the guy did, just kind of looked. Did they say your name but hand you the wrong diploma, or did they even say your name? Did you act like you were somebody I else? I don't think they said my name. <laughs> uh, you know, because the PA is so bad. You know, it, it, so you mean they said John Smith, uh-huh. and you just walked up? Yeah, well, look, we graduated from, from – uh, and I don't know what it is. We graduated from Jacksonville State University, and the PA system at Pete Matthews Coliseum is the same one they had when they built it. Well, no, they put in a new height. They spent all this money put in. I heard, well, it, this is going to be, you're going to rock the world with this one. It's terrible. And let me give you the example. The old one sounded like, sociology. Yeah. Well, they put this new one in, and it sounded like, Sociology. <laughs> and I thought, man, you know what it was? You just heard muffled sound out of more speakers. Yeah, well, see, I, I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, they do alphabetical, so I was in the B's, and I heard a muffled something that started with a B, and I grabbed a <laughs> diploma. Uh, William Edward Burke at Give me that Rick Burgess face when you sat back down and opened it up. You saw it wasn't you. <laughs> Well, I didn't feel good. I didn't about even it. open mine to like yeah, home. Either. I didn't want to take a chance. And all the pictures you'll notice of my family with me—it's it's 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 the black notebook thing <laughs> shut. It's not open. <laughs> and I, and I never, there's no picture of me holding it open because there's some guy named Richard Brown that's in there, and uh, I don't know who that is. And it's and my my middle name was close to his, but not quite. Right. I've got Richard Lynn Brown's diploma. If you're listening, <laughs> come by and see it. Yeah. So uh, and I don't I don't even know if my I don't think and nobody's got mine because I don't think I got one. 
But you know, and, 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 and you know, if you go to a job interview, I'm not trying to tell anybody what to do. But if you go to a job interview, they go, "Do you have a college degree?" You go, "Yes." Uh-huh. They yes. never check it. Yes. You know, what I mean, they, they never do. You can put anything on that. You know, you go did you, now. Do you have a degree? Yes, I do. <laughs> I have a uh, matter of fact, I have a master's. Because uh, listen, from, that's uh, that Rick Burgess. Rick, look, look, because let me tell you something even more to me, confusing. To me, I do have a diploma, so I'm not lying. Let, let me that's tell you, not mine, <laughs> but I have one. Let me tell you what's more confusing, Rick. Right. If you will tell them you've been to two different schools. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have. If you go, yes. I have a diploma, and uh, I also have a master's. Well, where is your master's from Jacksonville State? No, that would be UAB. Yeah. UAB. Well, see, because yeah. you figure, in right. my mind, I figure UAB is so big. Right. And there's so many doctors and, and all that come out of there. It's so confusing that they'd never figure out if I was in there or not. Well, I'll say something like TCU, because if you're if – you're, <laughs> If you're if you're in Alabama, they go. We're not going to check you, guy. What a hassle! I'm not calling Texas. Yeah, but but here, but let me tell you, let me tell you what I do. Let me tell you how I have gotten jobs before, and it's very impressive. This is back when I was really hurting. Back before I got into radio, where they you know they would hire a circus clown. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've never in my life been asked if I had a degree in radio. Have you no, ever? No. But I remember back when I thought I was not going to be in radio, and I was trying to get real jobs, and um, I would say things that were true but were misleading. You know what I'm talking about? Like they they would say, do you have a you have your uh, do you have your diploma? And I say, yes, I have a diploma from uh, from Jacksonville State University. I also attended uh, Troy State University. And I go okay, and then I said, uh, do you have any other schooling? And I go, well, as a matter of fact, I'm an Oxford graduate. And they you know they some of them think that's Oxford England. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like and, and you know they look maybe very impressive. That's right. I am an Oxford graduate. Now and, I don't tell them it's Oxford, Alabama. And Rick, you were a Rhodes Scholar. From Oxford because you had to ride down the road to get to school. I, I, I've used that before too. Yeah. You know, it, it is so funny too because every time I graduated high school and college, people had like all kinds of cumulati, cumulati stuff just hanging all off of them. I mean, they, they had their black robes and stuff hanging, and, and <laughs> I had all kind there. of banners look, look, and look, like coming to America. Look, and I was I, I would sit there because usually they'd put them up on the front, and the bees were always up close to the front. Right. So I'd be right around cumulati, cumulati. <laughs> And, and I and I look and I'd be sitting there in a black clapping gown. I mean nothing on it. I mean not even a name tag. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just sitting there, just just soot black. You know what I mean? It's like, and, I, and look, you see, you see people like you know, like general soldiers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and, and you see me just sitting there. You were there too. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and what I would do, and what I would do, and a guy and my mother got mad at me at Oxford High School. They said, let's have our cum laude, beta, apa, gabba, gibbies. Uh, let's recognize them. Well, I was sitting on their row. So they stood up, and I went. <laughs> and I just stood right up, and they said, well, who's the kid in the soot black camping gown? You know, and I, look, you know me. I just stand right up with them. Thank you very much. Thank you. And, uh, and my mother, who got very mad, tried. Well, look, my mother tried to explain to me that that was disrespectful because those parents, I received an applause that I didn't deserve. I'm talking about a huge applause. People who had, like, you know, had never made a B in the history of their school career. <laughs> and, and I'd have that face on, I'd stand up, and I would just soot. I mean, you couldn't, there, there wasn't even, I mean, just a hint of gold on it. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, it, I, you'd wear a gold necklace just hoping somebody would confuse that for a medal on yeah. that. You've seen, you know, I don't know if it, at my school they were gold. Maybe they weren't, but I think they're always gold, aren't they? More gold ropes oh, hanging yeah. out and stuff. Yeah.
So, uh, so you what, know what I would do? I, I would like take to, my tassel and hang it off, try to I, get something going. I would try to brush up against. I would try to brush up against somebody that had that on, hoping that like some of the, you know, some of the, the gold would get off on me. <laughs> some of the gold mean? dust yeah. you get on you. You know the the controversy we had at, at our high school graduation. For many, for several years before we graduated, they would not let them throw their cap. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that. Uh, and our bunch had said, "Look, we're gonna throw the cap." Right. Okay. And uh, and they were, I mean, they was all kind of threatening going on. And yeah, I'm the king of going. What are you gonna do to us? Yeah, I mean, we're out of here. You're right. You know what I, oh, we'll we'll pull that. To, no, I don't think you will, cause I threw my cap at graduation. Yeah, I mean, and not only it got to be such a controversy, people were not just gonna kind of throw them up. We were determined to knock ceiling tiles out of the top Sling of the Coliseum. As hard as you could. I mean, if you didn't hit a ceiling tile, you wasn't yeah. considered in the loop. You right. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, they, we just cut loose, and it was awful. We had, in ours, ours was in a stadium outside. So, because uh, at our school, you know, we had a, uh, we had this the, one of the biggest football stadiums in the county, and then our basketball gym was the size of a cracker box. Right. So, uh, you know, you could tell there was you know, just a little <laughs> yeah. bit of. Yeah. So, uh, so we would we we sat and we had those things you can pull and it will shoot confetti out of it. Yeah. Just boom. You know, you yeah. ever seen them? You pull oh, the yeah. back up and like they just a like a cannon. We had those, and nobody had them under the chairs. And buddy, by the time we got ready at the end, he said, "We, we, 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 we no foolishness." Now at my high school, they didn't want any kind of foolishness. Oh, I know. I mean, they didn't like uh, hoot and holler when somebody called out the name. And uh, Richard, Richard uh, Burgess, yeah, I didn't like any of that. And buddy, we pulled those things and shot confetti all up in the air and hit all off the principal and everything. I love and, it. And he, you see, he, see, everybody was glad to see our bunch go. Because our our um, our our um, you know what, what's the person valedictorian? Yeah, our valedictorian had an eighty-one average. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> th- th- this class. It, it was like this was the food fight of seventy-nine bunch. Yeah. You know all that, yeah. and they were so glad for us to go. You know, they said, "Y'all throw whatever you want to while we throw y'all out of this stadium." Yeah, just get out. Yeah, and just uh, so get out. you know, but of course, you know, in athletics, always uh, you know. Mm. Undefeated, but you know, but it was like it was so funny. They get up here and said the valedictorian for the class of '83 with an 81 average, Greg Burke. <laughs> you know, and and and, uh, and then and, and then they go uh, in football, uh, 19 and 0 in all area counters. You know that kind of thing. You know, you could see that uh, we we were not that good in the classroom, but got after it out there. Maybe the a little misfocused. Yeah. Uh, Bubba, we um, we let's go ahead. And Always fun looking back at those memories. We'll take a break. It is the kickoff hour, and you're enjoying a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Don't you go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thank you so much for tuning in. Eight minutes until top of the hour. She cooks pest control best of. Here it is. Oh. Bubba's disco fever hit of the morning. Do you know the title and artist of this song? And if you're in the office, we even call that if you're in the automobile and you can get to a good shoulder or a parking lot, pull off and jam. Or tap with your left foot, not your right one on the gas. Right. So ten and two. All right, here it is. Here we go. Everybody take Give me just a minute of your time tonight. 
I thought I'd whistle while I twerk a little. Look out. Let's see if anybody knows the Tyler Narder, shall we? Somebody help Cassio out of the ditch. Oh, man. 
Hey, Rick and Bubba Show, do you know the title and artist of that one? Do you mind? Sorry, bud. Hey, you know the title and artist of that one? Uh, Daz Band. Daz Band. Come on. Let it whip. Let it whip. Let it whip. That's it, man. You got it, man. All righty. You got it, man. All right. All right, what's your name? Uh, Anthony Crawford. Anthony Crawford. Where are you listening at, man? Where are you uh, whipping Coleman, at? Alabama, Coleman, Alabama. 94.5. Uh, Coleman, Alabama, listening on 94.5. We're a little out of breath. You Woo! have to excuse us, sir. Uh, I'm getting down myself. Does everybody feel like that we brought it back to yeah. the level it used to be? Oh, yeah. You can't be afraid to sweat. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let it sweat. I'm going to tell you, Karen. I mean, I, I, I mean, Karen wasn't afraid to. to no. I mean. Well, that's a part of the show I've never seen before. you never yeah. seen that. See? She had never even seen it. Never. Were, never. You ready? Were you ready for it? Uh, well, I didn't know what was happening. Yeah. You just, you You've never seen a here. chair like that, have you? You know, and, and like Leah, who, who you know, we're considering to be an intern, <laughs> I thought she came out of the gate really strong, but her, her stamina wasn't there. Bit. I was yeah. too busy watching y'all to do anything else. I mean, you faded a little bit on us there. Well, congratulations, man. You've won a Rick and Bubba love package at your Best of CDs and a, and a Rick and Bubba T-shirt. Thanks a lot. I'll put you on hold, and we'll send that out to you from American Classics, okay? All right. Thanks Thank you for listening. Thank you. And thanks for being so funky. I mean, he, 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 he knows his stuff. Daz Band, let it whip. I mean, where's music like that gone, dude? Huh? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> well, for a minute, I thought I was sipping on some Sizz Up. But... <laughs> We'll be back. One eight seven seven. That's good stuff, y'all. Oh my goodness gracious! Thank y'all so much for being with us. Always fun to look back. Request for a disco fever hit of the morning. Ah, thank you so much for being with us. It is a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Hope you're enjoying it. We'll take a break. Main show will start right after the other side of the commercial break. So don't you go anywhere and thank you as always for listening to the Rick and Bubba show Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba's in Ohio Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Pass the gravy please Rick and Bubba Rick and Bubba Ooh, it brings me 6 minutes past the hour welcome in to the main show it is Speedy your host for this Cook's Pest Control Best of hope all of you having a great day Rick and Bubba back Tuesday. Right now, let's start this hour as we always do with our national anthem.
Seven and a half minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. I'm Speedy, your host for this Cook's Pest Control Best Of. And man, the requests are piling up, and we are trying to get to them. Uh, For some of you, you've been with us already for the kickoff hour. Others are just starting your day with us. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll start with a request. has to do with some uh, Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson news. Take a listen. Well, according to this story, Rick, uh, Jackson has now fired the Nation of Islam. Michael Jackson is ending his relationship with uh, the Nation of Islam, uh, according uh, to sources. Jackson has apparently decided in the wake of firing... Uh, his new lead attorney over the weekend to also get rid of his controversial recent business manager, Leonard Muhammad, son-in-law of Louis Farrakhan. Uh, The change in Jackson's camp reflects the sudden rise to power of Michael's brother, Randy. Oh, Randy's making a power play. (laughs) And his own advisor, Brian Oxman, who have gained leverage with the singer uh, over the past few weeks. It was Randy and Oxman who engineered the hiring of Thomas is that Miseru? Is that his new lawyer's name? Miseray? Miseru? I'll tell you one thing. If he's not, he will be. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> He'll be Misery. As Jackson's new lead attorney in his child molestation case. One of Miseru's requirements in taking the job was that Jacko rid himself of the Nation of Islam. Uh, but sources say it will not be easy to get rid of Muhammad, uh, that he will resist Jackson's decision. Uh, it also uh, goes on, you know, the, the guy who was representing Michael, uh, what's his name, Mark uh, Garioso, Gariosis, all these lawyer names are too much. Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) He uh, apparently fired him without notice uh, from the Orlando mansion that he is renting right now. He's renting one? Yes. That's an Uh, awful big place to rent. This lawyer is said to be someone who Randy preferred because of his involvement in many black cases. According to his website, the lawyer who claims he convinced the San Bernardino uh, County District Attorney's Office not to file rape charges against Mike Tyson, he obtained seven acquittals and two hung juries in a one-year period in cases involving murder, drive-by shootings, robbery, assault, and illegal weapon possession. Well, well. <laughs> what if MJ called Tyson to get you know his, his recommendation on how the lawyer's going to be? Hello, is, uh, is Mike Tyson in, please? Who is, it? Who is it calling? This is uh, Michael Jackson. Hey, this is Mike Tyson. You 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 gonna become my lawyer? Well, Mike, as you know, I'm in a little bit of trouble, and uh, but I just want to thank the children of the world for you all need- they've done for me. Why? Well, that's what they, it's just precarious. You find yourself. I eat the children of the world. <laughs> I tried to find Diana Ross to talk with her, but I just can't get her to the phone. <laughs> Just look what that lawyer say. Just go out there and say something about Allah, put something up on the marauder across your face. You know, <laughs> things like that. Because I'm a, I'm a Allah and I'm a marauder. Well, Mike, I don't know much about being a marauder. You know, I'm a lover, not a fighter. Well, that seems to be the problem. You got to quit loving and stop fighting. <laughs> you can have to kill somebody. <laughs> I'm a fight. I just I can't have a warrior. <laughs> Stop loving. Stop fighting. <laughs> All right, so uh, I wanted to uh, consult Joseph, but he's not speaking with me right now. <laughs> I want to box Joe? Joseph. He looks mean. Where's Joe? Could, could Joe walk in and ask, and ask Michael who he's talking to? Michael, who are you on the phone with? <laughs> it ain't one of them nuts you've been dealing with, is it? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you're having trouble when I was in charge. Who's that shit, your daddy? I want you to sing, 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 sing. <laughs> ain't never had no daddy said cuss of mine, though. <laughs> 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 I grew up having to fight because I talk like a baby. Uh, <laughs> Joseph, it's so good to see you. Are you still keeping little prints for me? <laughs> hey, tell me, where, tell me where you bought them kids. I'll get me some. <laughs> Mike, I, I just had to look at the man in the mirror and decide that, uh, you know, I want to make a change. Yeah, look in the mirror and put one of them Marauder tattoos on your face. It's precarious. I don't think anyone could see it under my surgical mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put one in black mask on. Then you'd be a mass marauder. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lone Ranger. Who is that mass man? <laughs> Little children say, who is that mass man? <laughs> You know, Joseph, Chris Rock. Joseph was just speaking to me, and he told me if I'd have just stayed with Billie Jean, everything would have been okay. Yeah, Billie Jean, not my lover. <laughs> she come, she come to my hotel room middle of the night. What you expect? I'm a killer. I'm a killer. I'm a fighter. I'm a robber. Precarious. Oh. Allah. Praise be to Allah on this. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so so goodbye. He's firing them, but he's but they're fi- they're fighting, being fired. Mm-hmm. Randy's in here. Randy's in charge. Jackson number six is on the scene. Because well, he's the one closest to Michael and yeah. right? He wasn't in the five, but he was in the Jacksons. Let me tell you what. Right? Let, me, let me tell you what. Somebody needs to drag Michael down to the altar. Michael needs Jesus with Michael. <laughs> yeah. Now Michael Michael, needs. Michael, Michael's chasing everything but the truth. Michael <laughs> needs to go lay down at the altar. Yeah. You know, you, you had make two, that change. You had two celebrities. <laughs> hey, Michael, make that change. <laughs> you know, facing very, very serious crimes uh, in Michael Jackson's court appearance, and uh, and uh, and uh, uh, Martha Stewart having her court appearance. Could you tell the slight difference in the way they handled themselves in the courtroom? Uh, and you did. Could you imagine? Just imagine the pictures of Martha Stewart coming down the, the court step and jumping up on top of the car and waving to everybody, and then telling your cameraman to get up there too so but, we can get a good shot of the documentary. Yeah, but, but but even Martha would like get up on the car in a boring way. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? To be like, <laughs> but it's Thank too extreme. Do you see what I mean? It's, it's so it's so low key. It's so low key. She will not put lipstick on. No. And then on the other hand, you got Michael Jackson. Rick, really? Thank, and I, y'all, I mean, thank y'all for coming out here today. Power to the people. All right, yeah, I, I want to step up here. First, I'm going to have to build a car from uh, from straw. <laughs> Michael, what are you doing your face? You trying to be a marauder? <laughs> Did a marauder go bad? I wanted to get a marauder tattoo, and I got one, but it's actually up under my scalp now. You can't see it. I know it's Masa Seward had her case on. I don't even attract it to her. <laughs> I mean, think I'd hold her down. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Fifteen minutes past the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of this hour. I'm your host, Speedy Rick and Bubba, the crew back on Tuesday. We thank you for being with us. The number 866-WE-BE-BIG. We're rolling out requests one after another. Everything you're hearing is a requested best of moment. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. I am your host, Speedy. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday. Don't forget, go to rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. Just uh, click on the store if you want to see a lot of the latest merchandise. Uh, it's all there at rickandbubba.com. Been uh, talking a lot about that. Just click on store. All the social links, uh, Twitter, uh, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, it's all there at rickandbubba.com on the homepage. Uh, just look to the right there, and uh, not only are the show uh, links there, but also individual members are there as well. Uh, this week, we recorded uh, Rick and Bubba University uh, with uh, Pastor Chris Hodges and his latest book, Out of the uh, Cave, Stepping into the Light When Depression Darkens What You See. It is uh, a really, really good podcast that you're going to want to make sure you set your notifications for uh, and check out at Rick and Bubba University. Just search Rick and Bubba University. Uh, on your podcast, uh, however you get that. Also, don't forget that's going to be on our YouTube channel, Facebook, and all that kind of stuff, so check that out. Chris Hodges uh, is our guest in uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, uh, this uh, this weekend. All right, uh, let's continue. More best of requests. Uh, this is a... <laughs> They're all good, uh, and I appreciate all. You know, I appreciate you for for requesting such good ones. I forgot about this one. Take a listen. You know, I've got a little speech problem. <laughs> oh, really? And I was when oh. I was at the doctor the other day. I, I addressed the fact, and he he told me that what it was, and it's uh, it's kind of hard to deal with. But I, unfortunately, I I have a touch of lazy lip. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, he gave me some exercises to do, but it's uh, well, it was, you, you can uh, show us one. Well, it just it just it don't do much. You got so the doctor's called lazy lip. Yeah, <laughs> just a little bit of a lazy lip. Yeah. Look, D is running in here as hard as they go. <laughs> well, when I was there the other day, you know, getting checked up, yeah. I said, "Doctor, I, you know, I kind of cut my words off, and you know, people don't know exactly where to stand when I'm talking to them, you know." And he said, "I'm afraid you got lazy lip." <laughs> Not much you can do about I've it. Noticed you, you just exercise. I've That's noticed I can, you, your bottom lip drifts a little bit. Yeah. I've, it does. Uh, just, just a, just a yeah, hair. On a long conversation, it'll just quit. It'll just quit. Eventually. Mm, yeah. Just kind of lay there. You know, if Bubba's not paying attention, you'll be watching us. You'll be like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he talking to me? Is that my pointed this way? Speaking of doctors, <laughs> have you seen the story today? And I, and I know everybody will find this hard to believe. Ex- exasperated wives and mothers have been saying it since the dawn of time. Men make the worst patients, and now it's official, Rick. On an independent survey released this week, it supports the notion finding that many men fail to get checkups and tests and delay needed tests and medical attention uh, because they don't like going to the doctor. Well, that, that is a, a study that, uh, that, that I have to agree with. Well, you know, we were talking about it during the break. I avoid going to the doctor till I'm sick. I mean, because I feel like if I go, they're going to find something. And that's that's the men's mentality. Yes, it is. Why go if you're okay? We, we you know, but yet we will change our oil yeah. every three thousand miles. <laughs> but we don't see the need to go in, you know, and, and keep an eye on everything. But I'm going to tell you the biggest thing with me. I, I, you know, the last physical I had was a few years ago. And um, I'm not 40 yet, thank goodness. No offense, but, you know, the list of things they check at 40 really goes up. 
I don't understand, though, why everything has to be checked coming through my buttocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Can't, is there other ways to check things by somebody having to stick their hand in my butt? You, you know, we, we have got... <laughs> Isn't there another way? We've got all this high technology. We've got CAT scans. We've got MRIs. We've got X-rays. We've got, you know, we've got nuclear medicine. We've got all of this. We, we can... I mean, we've got microscopes, we got lasers, we got, you know, we can pull your gallbladder out through your belly button, but yet it seems that so many of the tests require entry through the back door. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you, I, we've got some advice if you want men to start going to the doctor. Well, stop making the test be like the the little shop of horrors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let, go in there and make it. I mean, can we please somehow get past all this? Can't I be scanned? Do, must I be felt up and poked and probed and cough and turn and look this way? And hey, that's cold. And yeah, I mean, do, do, do I have to look one hand? One hand's in the back door. One hand's holding the boys. I mean, <laughs> I come mean, on. I mean, can't, can't. I mean, you're lucky you're playing with a yo-yo. I mean, you, we. <laughs> I remember. Come on, man. As a small child. Having your temperature taken yes. by your mom mm-hmm. before you were big enough to properly hold the thermometer under your tongue. Yes. That's yeah. all I need to say about that. I even thought as a small child then, being a fan of the Apollo project and our attempt to get to the moon, thinking to myself, surely there's a better way to do this. Years later, now we can check it under the arm, in the ear, you know, all this kind of stuff. Once again, proving that our early pioneers were somehow fascinated with the butt. I don't know why that has been a focal point of all examination. I know. And and it's so cruel. It's back there behind you. You really can't see what's going on. (laughs) I know. You know what I mean? It's terrible. Terrible. And and the, the worst case I had ever seen of this was Rick, your brother. Mm who is younger than us, but due to his job, had to have a uh, massive a, a massive physical focusing and, of course, prostate and all this for the mm. men in the audience. <clears throat> I know the women are saying, y'all don't know the half of yeah, it. Hit, I know that's coming. Get ready for Look, the phone is already lit up. That's what I, know, saying, I know, I know, I know. But how about this? I ain't female, Okay. <laughs> So it's not natural to us. So I don't like it. Yes. I don't even kind of like it. I mean, I, I'd almost, I mean, I avoid, I just avoid everything till I, and you know, that's what this study, And we're wrong to do it. I know we're wrong, but what I'm telling you is, Rick, is, is like you were talking about the other day. You can't beg anybody to listen to this radio show. You can't, well, you can. But, yeah. I mean, you can't shame anybody. They've got to want to listen. That's the only way we can win. You've got to want to listen. Yes. We've got to want to go to the doctor. There's got, there's got to be a better way to do this. I would even let somebody point a laser at my butt. Sure, scan me. I, yeah, I, I'll bend Check over me. so what you I? can hit the bullseye. <laughs> but I mean, for what I'm <laughs> saying, we got to somehow. You know, what, what if they had a scanner like at the checkout counter and they just run it by, run it by the back door there? Whoop, whoop, whoop. And, they, and then they got the ratings. But it all kind of hit home to us, like uh, y- your brother, who had to have a full exam yes. for his job. And what was he, about 30? 
maybe when he first did this? Uh, yeah, probably. Maybe a little younger than that, but some, somewhere but, in there. But he came back uh, from getting his physical with the, the, the worst look on his face of anybody that we had ever seen. And, uh, he, you know, we asked him how he felt, and, and, you know, he said he felt like he needed to call an 800 help number. He said he felt like, seriously, that he had he'd been found in a ditch with pine straw all over him, and they needed to call 1-800-HELP number to, to get counseling immediately. I mean, and, and, and it's stories like that that yeah. come back that get out to the boys and nobody wants to go to the doctor. They said it was really great going out there working the rest of your day with, you know, your, your buns are all greasy. <laughs> Rick, well, Rick, I'm just telling you. Rick, what are you doing? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes till top of the hour cook's pest control best of is on the air we thank you for tuning in i'm speedy with the rick and bubba show your host today let's continue line six uh betty from pelham huh. uh, has, okay, a, okay. Has, has a comment you want to go to betty Let, first let's see what betty's okay hey, betty. hey honey hi how are you dear hey betty well i was just calling to leave a message for bill mm-hmm. <laughs> i've accidentally put about half of a bottle of bleach in with his new bright yellow DeWalt shirt. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> see, now really, it's look, a beautiful white DeWalt see, shirt. See, all I'm trying to do is make a situation right. I know. A problem solver. And, this, be and, up and I get punished. blamed for it. Betty, uh, you, did you hear the whole re- recap of the story? Well, I heard most of it. You know, between going to the potty with Hunter and all that. Right. You know, we had to miss a little bit. But well, what, what, <laughs> what do you got to say for yourself today? I told Bill. I don't that think that she has to defend fine. herself. Do what? I don't think Wait she a minute. has to defend Wait herself. Wait a minute. You told Bill the desk would be fine. I told him that last night. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, do not call Mr. Aaron or whatever, you know, Aaron. <laughs> oh, me. Betty, but anyway. do, do, Betty, do you want a white desk with golden knobs? I am going to the unfinished furniture store myself and getting my desk today. Okay. Boy. <laughs> Is it because of your childhood? Well, I don't think so. It's because I want a desk. You know what I mean? That's that's the bottom line. You don't think it's and, anything from your honey, past. Honey, I, I just want to say I'm sorry for being insensitive to your, your needs and your wants on your desk. And uh, well, I'm sorry I rushed you uh, Saturday. I, I thought that, Did you feel a little rushed, Betty? I mean, well, you know how men are. I guess you know because you are one. Yeah, that's true. You run in a store. It's like. We're going to get a desk. We run in and we see the first. It's like a tag team or something. We're rushing to get the first thing. Okay, this is it. How do we need to pay for it? Okay, here we go. Let's go. Did you do that, <laughs> Bill? Bubba? Uh, we went to two now, places. It did not help that it was 150 degrees. But, but, Betty, did, but Betty, did you ever say, no, here I don't want right that on three. one. I want a white one with gold well, knobs. I did mean, you I ever kept, say that? I kept referring back. Well, I would like to have a lighter one, you know. Oh, this right. Look, you know, we're rubbing it and all this like a new Corvette or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, and you wanted him to know what so, you wanted. 
Well, I told him what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what I mean. So you did ever you did. I never tell got him. a sledgehammer and you know slammed it or but, anything, but no, I thought the point got across. I'm gonna be you know like I mean? a lawyer. Did you or did you not ever <laughs> say I want a white desk with gold knobs? I don't want that in the <laughs> You assumed he knew that. You thought Mickey, he knew that? Mickey, Betty's not on trial here. It's me. <laughs> That's right. It's problem solving. No, I'm it's trying to fault. put. I'm trying to put a little bit of the blame well, on Betty because she didn't no, communicate with. No, him. that'll just no, double do back that. around. There's no, no need there, Mickey. <laughs> Mickey, don't just Mickey, don't let's do save, that. Hey. Let's save a step and put it all on me. Betty, you're right. Betty, time you tried to help somebody up on the house and you end up dropping them in the yard. <laughs> Betty, you got <laughs> him where you want him. You might go ahead and get that matching chair too because you got him right where you want him. I told them on the way home, I said, now I'm going to need one of your chairs out of the basement. <laughs> oh, man, he just said, well, no, I don't think so. I've got them there for a reason. You know. Oh, see, I understand. Uh-huh. So anyway. Sharing my chairs. There's no need to move one out. So it doesn't have a chair with it? Oh, no. It's a brown box with drawers. They don't come with chairs. I told you, a brown box with drawers. <laughs> he's, trying to, he's trying to bring that tramp in your house. <laughs> Cheap. We get to the unfinished furniture place, though, and Bill's like, well, what kind of wood is this? You know, asking him all that. And then we go to the next place, and we buy a press wood box. <laughs> I'm like, what was you asking? What kind of wood was the other? I'm like, what were you so worried about? Yeah, you know? we got it going. You realize the unfinished one still costs more. You still have sure to finish it. Does. Sure it does. Sure it does. Bill, it's did because you just... they're really wood. <laughs> <laughs> because they're really wood. Now, but this, And this is going to go in a closet. Well, I know that, but people go in that closet, and the door stays open half the time. You know what I mean? So, anyway. And we could move it out. But but I'm going to change your name from problem solver to no win. Okay? (laughs) Well, he does not have to bring flowers, though. I mean, that's not necessary, you know. Well, they look nice on that new table, that dining room table that you don't want to mess up, though. look nice on that white desk you're going to buy. That's right. Oh, well. Well, are you going to get you? Just call me No Win Betty with, you know, and Bill No Win Bill with a bleached DeWalt shirt. But anyway. <laughs> Betty, I appreciate you <laughs> chiming in today. And I, 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 I Honey, tell you, I, I'm sorry I rushed you on your desk, and we'll go and desk shop again and get whatever you want. I will find my own desk. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay. For the lady that just called, I thought I was trying. And you, you see are. what response see, I got yeah, here. Right. No, Look, no, I, I, I have turned the jets. I have said, let's stand down. And, and I'm not getting any response from the other side. You're no, saying, what? Betty, I admit I, I was wrong. Let's, let's, let's rectify. I'm admitting uh, apparently I was wrong. Yes. And uh, I'm just trying to, to make everybody happy. This is not about this desk. No, it's not. It's but not. You, Betty, but you know I wish you'd you tell get us to that what point this is really where about. You, you know, you keep poking the stick at the bear, and the bear will lose interest in making everybody happy. The bear. Well, that, the bear. Yeah. The daddy line will yeah. finally go. Well, he'll enough. slap the honey out of your hand. <laughs> right. Well, Betty, I, I just, uh, I just want you to get what you want. You know, and I want you to be happy. Betty, if Bill's not able to get you what you want, I'll come and get it for you. Okay? Well, thanks, me. I'll pay for it and bring you flowers too. <laughs> Betty, I'm going to make a white desk with gold knobs today on the deck. I'm going to hand make one. Well. I think I'll go buy me some porch paint and just go ahead and have that one delivered. Did you, did you like, like that, that one? one? Yeah. No. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Betty, thank you, Betty. Oh, and I'll gold leaf the knobs oh, while I'm at it. Betty, you're a blessed woman. you got a fine husband here. Oh, I know it. Well, like I said yesterday, Mickey, did I not say this after church was over yesterday? I said, on the grand scheme of things, the desk does not matter. That's right. Did that, that's, I did say that. Did she yeah. say that? Well, we were studying but Revelation. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, really. When you 
when you start reading Verse, verse Revelation, is, what, yeah. who cares about a death? Yeah, verse, <laughs> verse is the Battle of Armageddon. It yeah. really doesn't matter. I don't, I don't think desk is mentioned once in the Bible. That's right. Yeah. That's right. If not, Jesus came back today, he wouldn't say, hey, let me see your desk. You know what I mean? He would not care. So I'm not worried about it. Whatever. That's good. I'll find my own desk. I'm not worried about it. Thank no, you, buddy. I'll take you shopping. <laughs> thank you, Betty. Oh, well, there's Caitlin. I'm going to put some more bleach in the water, but anyway. Uh, ah! thank you, Betty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Ooh. Problem solver. See, to, to me, Betty has always done a phenomenal job of on the air, really putting us all at ease. I didn't. I didn't happen that time. I didn't. I didn't feel as at ease. She. I, I saw her trying. Well, there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. There, there is no ease there. <laughs> <laughs> the revelation line was hilarious. Everybody all got a big yeah. charge out of that. That was a really a good one. But unfortunately, unless something changes real quick, if Jesus doesn't come back in the next hour or something, you're gonna have to deal with this. <laughs> you know. What? You better pray for rapture. Yeah. <laughs> for Aaron's closes. Well, well, well. Problem solver. <laughs> I love I love that bit. I do just because Bubba's so uncomfortable. 866 we be big is the number. What's wrong with us? All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, We have got uh, two requests that we're going to try to fit in next segment. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. About 11 minutes until top of the hour. It's the Cook's Pest Control Best of. Thank you so much for tuning in. Our number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. I'm your host, Speedy, on this Best of. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Loves Cook's Pest Control. Uh, and uh, thank them so much for their partnership. Uh, as we uh, roll on, this portion of the show is brought to you by CandidCo.com. That's CandidCo.com. If you're unhappy with your smile, let us suggest to you CandidCo.com slash Bubba the Clear Comfortable uh, uh, removable and practically invisible uh, aligners to help you straighten your teeth. You need to check them out right now at candidco.com slash Bubba. Uh, they uh, work with orth- orthodontists, so that's who you're going to be working with. Uh, and right now you can start straightening your teeth today and, and save $75. That's $75 on the starter kit, so uh, don't put this off any longer. Uh, join us and start straightening your teeth today. With CandidCo.com slash Bubba. Save $75 on your starter kit right now. CandidCo.com slash Bubba with code Bubba. That's code Bubba at CandidCo.com slash Bubba. CandidCo.com slash Bubba. Promo code Bubba. Uh, proud to bring you the Rick and Bubba show. Let's uh, go to Requested Stuff with Mickey Dean. Take a listen. Mickey, the bell ringer's day off. Yeah, you know, everybody has to have a day off, and I guess bell ringers do too. You remember, I think it was probably this took place uh, sometime back, uh, uh, Old churches, maybe in England, tall bell tower. A guy has to climb up about three or four steps, three or four hundred steps, get up there and ring the bell two or three times sure. a day. Sometimes they ring it on the hour and a half hour. He he goes to the priest, to the head guy, and says, look, I, I need a day off. I've been ringing this bell for seven and a half years. Wow. And me and my wife want to go to Panama City, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> we want to go down and just relax. And, I, and, and the guy said, well, you know, you took this job. It's a lifetime job. And uh, he said, the only way I would consider uh, you having a day off, if you could find a replacement. I got you. So the guy goes through town, and nobody wants to get up in the morning. I wouldn't. And, no, and go climb up there, ring the big old heavy bell, boom, you know. And you can't find anybody there. Thank you. He can't find anybody to do it, and he looks and looks. He said, well, he told his wife, maybe I put me an ad in the paper. So he put an ad in the paper, bell ringer. Come Saturday morning for, for a audition. Right. Okay. And so he opens the door to the church, and lo and behold, Boom. no, it ain't ringing because okay. he's downstairs. Okay. He he opens the door to the church, and there's a guy standing with a paper and says, "I've I've come about ringing the bell. I need this job really bad." Boom. And the guy didn't have any arms. Oh. Boom. What? And, uh, yeah, no arms. And the guy <laughs> said, <laughs> "The guy said uh, he's down." By the way, D. The guy says, well, uh, I appreciate you coming, but I, I don't see no way, you know, that you could ring that big heavy bell without any arm. And uh, and so uh, Mickey the, guy, the, guy says, Rick and Bubba. the guy says, well, look, you don't know how bad, you don't know how bad I need this job. Right. And I need this job bad. You know, I, I got to try to feed my family. I need the job. So he goes up there, and he gets up there, and the guy says, okay, I'll let you try. And he gets up there, and there's the bell, and the guy just runs and hits it with his head. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Stumbles he run, he back. Runs, into it. runs face first. Does he have a helmet bell. on? No, just bong. He wanted a job bad. Now he's nose, That's commitment right there. His nose is busted. He's got a little cut above the eye, and he staggers back, and the guy said, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You rang that pretty good with your head. But he said, you know, on Sunday morning, you got to ring it twice. <laughs> so the guy just gets way back. And he takes off running, boom, face first, right into boom. the bell. Stumbles backwards, falls out the bell tower, falls to his death oh. on the sidewalk. The, pre, the guy, the bell ringer, runs down the 200 steps, runs outside. By this time, there's a big crowd, and the police are there, and he parts the crowd. He said, oh, my gosh, it's killed him. And the policeman said, do you know this guy? And he said, I don't know him, but his face sure rings a bell. Oh, my gosh. Mickey D. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones at trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Hello. Thank you, thank you. We are desperately in need of your help. My friend's daughter's car was stolen the other day. I'm sorry. But the main thing is her little doggie, her chihuahua, was in the car. And we need to get him back. We don't care about the car. We just want the dog. His name is Nopi, N-O-P-I-E. Bless you, Taco Bell. All right, so uh, the, uh, you, let's not get carried away. Go ahead and try to get the car back, too. I mean, it's just a... Well, you can replace a car, Rick. You can't replace Nopi. You really... Well, you're right. You, uh, you, will he come Will he come to his name if you call him? I think he will. Bless you, Taco Bell. I will tell you this. You know, I, I certainly don't know the mind of people who commit grand theft auto, but... 
I, I'm going to say that they probably did not desire to continue on with the dog. So the dog's probably I, I been w- set out somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I don't think they would probably harm the dog as much as just shoo it out of the car so they could get on about their business. Don't you think? And, and no one wants to ride with a chihuahua, frankly. No. Mm-mm. I have one. I know. Sweet. What's the name again? Nopi. Now what? What kind Nopi? of dog? Nopi. Nopi. N o p i e. Nopi. N o p i e. Nopi. Like nope. Nopi. Yeah. Nopi. I speak lost dog. I got it. Yeah. So it's a Chihuahua named Nopi. We think it'll answer to its name, and it's probably hitchhiking. Did Did it have a collar on or anything? No, he did not. Oh. Is he just what I'd say? A normal-looking chihuahua? Is there anything special about him? Brown and black. Brown and black. Normal-looking chihuahua. Sweet. If you find a chihuahua anywhere, please take it to the Humane Society or to the police department. So just uh, see if you can help. Uh, I'd like her to keep us posted on that. I'd yeah, like to see what yeah, it, email like us to and let us know here. how that's going. Yeah. Adler we, at rickandbubba.com. Yep, uh, for the Nopi update. I'm like you. They probably sent Nope out. You know, like, yeah, okay, they're not going to I mean, you wouldn't even fool time with harming a dog. You just want to get rid they of it. Taken, they might have they taken a liking to Nopi. They may have. She said he was very I sweet. have a yeah. feeling Nopi was not happy a stranger was in the car, if I had to guess. What if? It's not what spelled Nope, is it, I hope. What if the robbers N-O-P-I-E's are listening right now and they get back Nopi because they're listening to the show? I think they might. They should. I think they might. And they give the car back because they feel bad. For some reason, I, I can't be sure, but I just have this sense he's, he's over in that parking lot near a little donkey. Mm. <laughs> You, you talking about back there when you had parked by the trees? Exactly. That one. That I think, park area. I think yeah, he's roaming right there. Right, <laughs> right. I really if, feel if strong was, about that. If I was a stray dog, I'd go there. Absolutely, I would. Yeah. But she basically said, if y'all bring Nopi, Nopi back, y'all can keep the car. Right. Well, if so. I can get the car and Nopi, will she let me keep the car? Nope. Mm. Nopi. Okay. She said she I don't care about I don't think they I have a chihuahua, and they don't. They don't like strangers. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't see no. them cuddling up to somebody. No. They open the door and Nopi, the car. Nopi jumped out. Well, well guys, we start our campaign. Hopey for Nopi. <laughs> All right, we continue. Eight six six. We be big is the number. I think Nopi's actually on the line, Rick. <laughs> is he? Yeah, I think uh, line eleven there. Uh, is this it? I think it is. Is this? Uh, is this Nopi the dog? How long is it, Nopi? <laughs> I am lost, it little donkey. <laughs> so, no, maybe they can. Do you, do, so, you're standing near the dumpster, or are you over in that extra parking yeah, area, the, the church area over there? I jumped out of the car and ran high as I could, and just passed gravel under a tree. Are you okay? Are you being taken care of? I'm scared. Hey, mommy. Um. Uh, Nopi, uh, just so you know, Chihuahuas are not from Asia. <laughs> but, uh, but just, uh, just, just, just so you know, yeah. the, uh, but, but the, don't the, make fun of me. I'm by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you would think if Nopi could dial our number, maybe it could just phone home. Uh, yeah, Bubba, you make a great point. He doesn't know his yeah, number. He doesn't know his home number. <laughs> but he knew eight. Eight six six, we be big. He did. That's four numbers. Boy, that's a call to dial without opposable thumb too. You know we're gonna catch great. I have no collar. Well, we know that, Nopi. We know you don't have a collar, but 
But we know what area I'm you're. I'm gonna call her and I'm all by myself and I'm wet. <laughs> were the were the were the carjackers nice to you? They were a little nice, but they hurt me, and I don't like that. Right, right. Well, Greg, Greg said, Greg said you don't like that. Chihuahuas normally don't like people that are not their owners. Yeah, strangers. Greg is right. <laughs> Right. Well, well, Nopi, uh, we'll, we'll good try luck, to get Nopi. you some help there, okay. Nopi, that way. Okay. Do you know where little donkey is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we do. Trust <laughs> me, I do. Right, thank you, Nopi. Okay. Help me. Okay. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes past the hour it's a cook's pest control best of i'm your host speedy thank you so much for tuning in rick and bubba and the staff back on tuesday we'll be hanging out until then all right now it's been a while i was going back and looking at our notes uh it's been unless i've missed something it's been well over a year uh since we have played a Willie and Wanda hour, and you guys are beating me up. Y'all want to hear it? Good night. You want to hear it? Uh, and so I'm giving in, uh, giving you a little Memorial Day happy. Uh, and so uh, here is uh, Willie and Wanda in its entirety. Enjoy, Bubba. It is time uh, to uh, tell a story that has been uh, has been begged uh, from us uh, for for years, and I do mean years. It has been a long time ago uh, when this uh, when this when this actually happened. Um, the, um, the details, we will, we will leave sketchy, uh, to protect uh, the innocent and, uh, and, and guilty. Well, but, with, uh, with Don Juan and Speedy going to Los Angeles, I thought this was yes, a nice tie-in. Yes, uh, uh, a, a good time to do it. Has this ever been told before in there? No, never. no, this is the first time. <laughs> uh, never has. Many, many, many years ago in a place very far, far away. Yes. Uh, we were involved in a promotion that we were going to Los Angeles and we were yes. going to carry two listeners. Who were going to be drawn via a random drawing? Right now, now right there, yes. right there is the beginning yes. of where this story goes awry. Let me, for all you aspiring radio people, salespeople, because you're involved in this too, our people on the air. The term random drawing. Uh, <laughs> it, it, if you're going to place out boxes, uh, be careful where you place them. Yeah, Rick, uh, you know, the, there's nothing wrong. I mean, uh, different people shop and do different type business at different places, but. Uh, when you have a uh, have a box at a title plum place where yeah. someone will actually give up their car for twenty five dollars, yes, you have to worry a little bit about what you're dealing with. Maybe maybe if someone is going to go on a trip with you and you're going to spend time with them, yeah, maybe the people that'll give up their whole car for twenty five bucks is uh, is not the people you need to check. But, uh, well, so we uh, just we, just a hint. Yeah, this is like we, open we, mic night we begin. We yeah. begin, and we have uh, yes. Oh, it's worse. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, We uh, <laughs> and thank you for crediting us with changing that. Yeah. Um, we uh, we have the drawing, and we're going to call the winner and do a promo. Uh, so you know Gosh. we can play it on there. And right. we called. 
and and we we call and we will say that the the young lady's name who won was Wanda. Wanda. We'll just say that it was Wanda. <laughs> and I call and I said, "Is this Wanda?" Yeah, this is Wanda. <laughs> now, Wanda was a chain smoker, and uh, yes, she was. And and didn't I? I don't even. I can't even do the voice anymore, um, Rick. How, no, you said hey, we we we, we called we called her. She said yes. Yeah. She said yeah. She said yeah. This is Wanda. And uh, we said we, we said Wanda. This is this is Rick and Bubba. What Rick and who? <laughs> said um, Rick and Bubba. Do you remember registering to win a trip to Los Angeles? Well, hell yeah! <laughs> you know, like, and I and I know right then. And I, I'm thinking, hey, we're in trouble. And, yeah. and folks, I, me, I, that's the only word I will use because she gave us others <laughs> yeah. that uh, yes. that we cannot uh, that we cannot use on the ear. Well, she didn't believe us, so we go through a flurry of uh, words that sound like we just came off the troop ship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she doesn't believe us. We have to call her back again to verify this. And then she begins to go nuts. And she is screaming and running around the trailer, screaming to the top of her lungs. She is screaming hey, through. Hey, Brader, key, key word here, trailer. Yeah, she was she was screaming throughout to her home. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to GD Los Angeles. Look, I, we're not making we're not making any judgments about anybody or anything. We're simply telling the story as it happened. Look, okay? I, I have I lived in a manufactured home uh, a lot a long portion of my life, so I don't think everybody lives in a manufactured home would be these type of people. But I must tell you the the term the term white trash comes to mind here. Rick, uh, we 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 were somewhat in a panic what we'd gotten yeah. into. Yes. And uh, as the the morning that we were leaving, we were were going to the Atlanta airport. Uh, they the limo picked me up first, and then we had to pick them up. And and, and I knew I knew there was problems <laughs> when the directions was last trailer on the right. Um, but we get there, we find it. The trailer door swings open. Yes. I don't mean open and come out. It now, comes open like a, a bomb has exploded. Now, now, Bubba, I think that we have left out an yes. important important part when oh. she started telling us who was going to go with her. It was a trip for two. Well, uh, please don't don't leave that out because you're about to talk about this guy. And uh, she, well, she she, uh, she asked uh, who who the friend that she could carry could be, and right. and we said, well, anybody. And uh, we asked if it was her husband that was going to be going, and oh. she said, "No, he's in the pen." <laughs> she said, "She said, can Willie go?" And we I'm said, gonna carry my boyfriend, Willie. <laughs> and, and I said, "I said, well, I said, uh, you know, it's uh, so it's not your husband." No, my old man's in the pen. <laughs> <laughs> he got picked up by the law. Yeah, and I said, I said, well, are y'all divorced? No, he just can't go. <laughs> so I'm gonna take my boyfriend, Willie. So we get there. Trailer door swings open. And out comes Wanda, suitcase in hand, on a full sprint to the limo. Yes. As hard as she can go. And then coming behind her, and he looked like he started on a full sprint from way, way in the back of the trailer, comes old Willie. Now, I have to tell you what Willie looks like, and I don't know any other way to describe this. Careful but here, Bubba. The well-accepted pictures of the way jesus looked the long stringy hair beard and goatee uh and uh, look th- that is where the tie in ends okay yeah, nowhere nothing but, else is similar but topped off with one of those richard petty hats fan feather so basically you have jesus with the richard petty cowboy hat on. 
Now, now, Willie, Willie, as he as he will tell us, Willie, as he will tell us later, ain't never been nowhere. Ain't never been nowhere. Willie comes running from the back of the trailer, and he is so excited. He doesn't stop to go down the steps on the front porch. He does a full hurdle over the rail. One problem: the last foot, the last silver toe of his boot. Got hung on the rail as he tried to hurdle it. (laughs) Willie, cowboy hat and all, went end over end into a giant bush. (laughs) Now this did allow this did allow me to see inside their home. Let's don't miss this. Don't miss this. Now now Willie was a big outdoorsman because he ain't never been nowhere. And we know. We know a lot of deer hunters that, you know, they keep a trophy, the, the head of a, of a deer that they sure. harvest. Mm-hmm. Right. Willie not only kept the head, he had a whole deer stuff, <laughs> hoofs, tail and all, standing in the middle of his living room. Yes. He stuffed the whole deer in the middle of the living room, just left of the TV. <laughs> now, Willie, Willie picks himself up off the ground. Begins another full sprint toward the limo. Locks it down like a sideways slide into the limo like a skier would do. And promptly announces, I ain't never been nowhere. Now, at this time, uh, his his uh, girlfriend, Wanda, begins to explain to Bubba why Billy seems to be a little clumsy. Well, she said he'd been drinking since 4 o'clock to take the edge off. This is about 6 in the morning. And I said, he's been drinking for two hours? She said, no, four yesterday afternoon. (laughs) (laughs) All right, when we come back, Willie and Wanda are in the limo, and Bubba is headed to pick me up, and we're headed to Atlanta to catch the plane. The rest of this story, folks, uh, it only gets worse. Y'all aren't ready. So so stand by. The story that we vowed to never tell. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boy! Twenty minutes past the hour. It's the Cook's Pest Control Best of. I'm Speedy, your host today. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't forget, go to rickandbubba.com. That's a spell out and. rickandbubba.com for all the information about the show. Uh, upcoming events, the store, all the social links, uh, even all of our great affiliates around the country. Uh, we love you. We appreciate all you do. And uh, we got some great radio stations, part of the Rick and Bubba Army and the Rick and Bubba family. And so all that can be found at rickandbubba.com. All right, so we're in the middle of, your, middle of Willie and Wanda. Here's part two. Enjoy. Bubba, you'll be happy to know that uh, in the break I talked to uh, our council, and they said uh, just proceed with caution throughout the rest of the story. So, Well, as we pick it up, uh, we have now picked up Willie and Wanda in the limo, and yes. I give a quick sell call to Rick to let him know, hey, hey, we're in trouble. Now, yes. uh, Willie is a sheet in the wind already. He's and, drunk. Uh, and, and is cons- and still pouring it on. 
Still drinking. And uh, that's bad when you might weigh 110 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> yes. But um, so we, we get to Rick's, and, uh, of course, uh, we have lit up uh, the cigarettes, and, and I'm in a fog about to choke. <laughs> yes. Rick gets in, and, uh, Rick, that's where we begin our track to Atlanta where we had numerous stops so Billy could use the bathroom on the side of the interstate. Yes, it was a lot of fun to tell a limo driver of a very beautiful, expensive limousine, could you pull over where Willie could take a whiz? Yep. (laughs) Very uh, impressive. And, of course, uh, Willie, a lot of fun to ride through Atlanta as uh, he wanted to uh, uh, show the international sign for disgust uh, to several of the passing motorists. Right out of the right out of the sunroof uh, at various times in Atlanta, <laughs> Willie, who ain't never been nowhere, would uh, would give the people of Atlanta the bird. Now we're right, right, right out of the top of the limo. We uh, we're getting very close to the Atlanta airport when Willie says, "Do y'all think they will let me get on the airplane with this?" And he pulls what has to be the longest pistol I have ever seen out of his jeans pocket. Yes, he does. It looked like one of them joke kind that the flag would come out of it was so long. Pearl-handled chrome. Nice. Finest you could buy. Yeah, very nice. And and Rick and I are thinking to ourselves right then that, uh, you know, (laughs) Willie's not going to make it on the airplane because he's going to be picked up by security. And here's where we were smart. We had built in a break just in case there was a quag. We booked the the people going with us on a separate airplane. Yes, we did. So Rick and I figure we're going to get them to the terminal, get them checked in. Hey, we'll never see him again. Right. Yeah, I didn't want to be. Problem in, over. Yeah, well, I didn't want to be there, so I tell Willie, I tell you what, Willie, take your pistol and uh, and head on out, buddy. Yeah, and <laughs> show, it, show <laughs> it to the guy there at the gate yeah. with the metal detector. Now, 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 keep in mind, this is, this is where Rick Burgess gets totally disgusted, and, and if you yeah. see a disgusted Rick Burgess, you need, not, to, watch, you need well, to watch out. Well, Rick had, had time and time again just, just put it off, put it off. We, these folks had won. We were trying our best to be accommodating sure. to them. Right. And there's nothing better than, than uh, you know, meeting listeners to the show and you know being able to share good things with them and you know fellowship with them and there's nothing worse than coming up on people like this right yeah and, and, the, and these people i think there needs to be an important side note here didn't know who we were they just registered at the title park <laughs> yeah and they won they had no idea now what station y'all on again because heck i ain't never been nowhere <laughs> <laughs> ain't y'all on that big country station <laughs> yeah and so i said uh, i said to i said to will i said look uh, i'm just gonna tell you right now i said i'm gonna kill you if you say one more <laughs> I said, I said, I, 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 Straight up. Now, Rick, Rick was so put out, he told him this while he's holding the pistol in his hand. I, I said, I'm going to take that. that uh, y- y'all we're going to see is the pearl handle. <laughs> you know, Rick comes unglued. He's had all he can take. So I'm threatening to kill a contest winner. <laughs> Who has a gun. Yeah. Anyway. So, so we, we are at the airport. We drop them at their terminal. And, hey, we're off. And we're laughing. We'll never see them again. Right. Get on the airplane, have a great fr- uh, flight to Los Angeles. Get there, get taxi, go to the to, to the hotel that we're staying at. We get there, and then, of course, our question is, hey, did Willie and Wanda make it? Yes. <laughs> so we go, we meet the manager from the hotel, and, I mean, we don't even get the full sentence. Yeah, no, sure don't. Did our, and they go, the people from Alabama? <laughs> The guy who looks like Jesus wearing a Ricky Petty hat. Yes, he's here. Is he screaming, hey, I ain't yes. And he, and he appears to have scuffed knees and dirty boots. Yeah. Yes. And has an empty holster. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's him. So <laughs> we. Uh, <laughs> that's him. <laughs> and he appears to be walking rather funny. Uh, they're there. So stay with us now. So we go to our second plan. And that is give them their prize money and kiss them goodbye. No, seriously. I even added to it. And, and, and we called them over. I said, look, y'all, we finally talked to them. I said, here, here, here is a wad of money. Y- y'all just knock you. Now, now, keep in mind, in this contest, we're supposed to take them like on tours and stuff right. like that. We hey, said, that's out. It. That's out. Forget it. Forget it. I said, I'm buying you to just go away. Here, here's a pile of money. Here's your plane tickets. Love you, man. And and we even see them later in the day. And and they're out eating at a restaurant. We think, hey, this has worked they out great. They got together. Yeah. So we go out. I forgot where we went to, Universal Studios or something. We come back, and our phone is ringing. <laughs> ringing no, hard. We're up to that point, yeah, right? No yeah, we're there. So yeah, I yeah. pick up the phone to start with, and it is Wanda going, Willie just tore up our airplane ticket. <laughs> That's exactly how she sounded. That's exactly how she and, sounded. And, and this is what I do. I go, Rick, Rick, get him, Rick, Rick. And it's some crazy people again. Yeah. So I march up to the floor they were on, oh, swing gosh. open the door, sitting on the edge of the bed, wearing his cowboy boots and boxer shorts, <laughs> with the cowboy hat still on. <laughs> Willie says, I don't know what happened, man. She just, she. Well, I can't say what he said. She just made me so mad. I tore him up. I tore him up. <laughs> and look, as he's talking to me, now this is a very nice hotel, okay? He gets up, walks into a plush bathroom, reaches into ice they put in this beautiful garden tub, and pulls a beer out. <laughs> they said, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Takes a pop off. So. <laughs> she just made me so mad. I tore the tickets up. <laughs> so th- this is this is beyond. Right now, we're beyond the Call of Duty. Yeah. We've gone into full war mode now. I mean, we got face paint on. Right. We say, all right, we'll get your tickets replaced. We call the airline. We got them replaced for the next day at 4 a.m. <laughs> sure did. We called a cab. We called the wake-up service. We were shipping them out. We'd had it with them. Yeah. We are not dealing with these idiots anymore. Okay? <laughs> They're not going to ruin this trip for us. Right. We... We've done everything we can to accommodate them, and all they have done is screw it up. Yeah. Okay. And all their money's gone. Every bit oh, yeah, every bit. Uh, every bit. I said, what'd you spend all your money on? He said, beer? <laughs> like like they, that was even a, I mean, there was yeah. even a discussion well, about what, what it would I, go to. He, he looked at me like, I thought that's beer money. <laughs> you know? So, and, and so we think we've got it settled. We've got their tickets. We've got cab coming to them, call coming. So me and Rick go back out to see the sights in Hollywood. Well, we come back in. The phone's ringing again. And I'm thinking to myself, well, there's no way they've got in any more trouble. Yeah. I mean, we've seen, we've done everything. I mean, they've done everything they can do. They're gone. Pick up the phone. (laughs) Bubba, this is Wanda. (laughs) We got a problem up here. (laughs) I said, Wanda, what's wrong? She says, Willie tried to kill me and the law come and got him. We'll tell you what happened when we come back. (laughs) Willie tried to kill me. The law come and got him. The law got him. I ain't never been nowhere. I ain't never been nowhere. We'll be back with the with the finish to this. My cheeks.
bizarre, bizarre story. Remember the random drawing. It's not always cracked up to me. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rickin Bubba, Rickin Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to All right, we're smack dab in the middle of the Willie and Wanda hour. We thank you so much for tuning in. This one here has been heavily requested today, so we thought we'd make your day. Here's part three of a four-part series. Take a listen. Bubba, we, uh, we just received our second call from Wanda. There's no way to recap what's happening. If you just join this story, bear with us. Yes. Uh, um, it's just it's too detailed at she, this point. Uh, she has screamed in the phone, uh, Willie tried to kill me, and the law's got him. We hustle upstairs. Yes. We find when we get there the manager of the hotel. Yes. We find Wanda, who mm-hmm. has been uh, popped to the eye a couple of times, it looks like. Unfortunately, that is true. Uh, she is soaking wet. Yes. And I, I immediately go, Wanda, what in the world has happened here? Now, the ho- let, me, let me set the scene. The hotel room is trashed. Trashed. It is absolutely trashed. She says, Billy got mad. Willie got mad at me. And he stuck my head down in the toilet and tried to drown me. <laughs> Which is a terrible situation. Yeah, look, Grant, look, we're not making light of, uh, of the violence of this situation. But uh, but we you have to understand what we had been through. I mean this uh, this woman uh, is not to be blamed in any way, shape, or form. But let's face it, she's made some bad life decisions. Mm-hmm. Rick, this is where the thing just gets absolutely bizarre. Yes. Okay. Like it ain't already. So, right. So so she's soaking she, wet from the toilet. Right. She uh, apparently the scuffle broke out yes. and 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 Willie tried to drown her in the toilet. Okay. She escaped. And sure look, that. and Bubba seriously to uh, to Willie's credit, he did remove the beer from the toilet before sticking her head in. Yes. So uh she apparently everywhere. She apparently escapes, gets out of the hotel room and runs down the hall screaming. A maid sees this. Right. A maid runs and calls police. Right. Now this is in Los Angeles, okay? Yes. Right. Let me set the timetable here. This is about one month after the O.J. Simpson escapade down the interstate. Mm. Mm. Los a- the state of California, I should say, had just passed a law about abusing your significant other. Yes. Okay? They, they don't play anymore. And it was a rather stiff penalty for that. We ask, where had Willie gone? Mm-hmm. He had been taken to the L.A. pen. Yes. We asked the manager what was going on. She explained this new law to us. She said the, like the chief of police was a friend of hers. She had talked to him on the phone and said that Willie was going to jail for about 20 years. Now, Wanda, at this point, is just completely coming apart. She doesn't want to testify against Willie and leave him in California when this Grand vacation that we're on comes to an end. Yeah, and, and she wants him back. Now, she, keep yes, in mind, right Willie, now she is wanting him back. And keep in mind, Willie is the boyfriend. Her husband's in jail. Yeah, her yeah, husband's yeah, already okay, in okay. jail. So the manager of the hotel explains to us, after she has talked to the chief of police, that it doesn't matter what Wanda wants, that Willie, because of this new law, because of the maid seeing him chase her down the hall, and threatening her, that's all they need. It is a done deal. He ain't getting out. 
He is going to stand trial in Los Angeles as a test case for the new OJ law. Yes. Now, keep in mind, folks, this is us on a contest winner we've taken to Los Angeles. Now, at this point, we try to get Wanda together together the best we can. Yes. Bruised up. Once again, we call and get her airline tickets moved up even further so we can ship her right on out. Yes. We make plans again to have a cab pick her up. Her called early, and then we had to call our boss at that point and let him know that things were totally out of control. Then comes the horrible call back to Master Control to say, you know that little contest that we've been really promoting and that Rick and Bubba are on right now? You're going to love this. We and, got a, we and got a we promo tell, for you. Yes, I said, uh, you know, we, we tell the whole story. And I, I told him, I said, well, the good news is, imagine the promo when we get back, if you will. Rick and Bubba. Yes. They carried two people to California and left one of them there, all expenses paid for 20 years. Yes. <laughs> yes. We just sent a listener to Los Angeles for 20 years, all expenses paid. <laughs> so, um, so um, you know, we, we, uh, we know now that our, our contest winner is uh, in an orange jumpsuit and shackled. Uh, and is uh, is in jail. That right ju- jump orange jumpsuit and shackle tough. is hard to say. With Very birthday hard. cake in your mouth. Now, now we we are afraid that Willie is going to somehow get out. Repercussions. Come back in some kind of drunken stupor and try to kill us all. That right. that is immediately what we're thinking. That's what you think about for the next twenty four hours of the of the vacation. We sure. talked to the manager again. She talked to the chief and said, "I assure you, don't worry. Willie's in my jail now." I mean, we're in talking L.A. County, L.A. County Jail, the same one O.J.'s in, just a few, just a few cells down. Yeah, okay. the one Don Juan and I'll be. You had O.J., you had uh, Robert Downey Jr. and our contest winner. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next morning comes. We get Wanda. We we make sure that Wanda has shipped out. And we verify that she is on the plane and headed all, back. Yeah, and all you're going to send letters, we had a great counseling. I said, girl, I said, girl, you got to. Oh, we tried to talk to her. I said, you got to move on in your life. I said, you got you got to get these losers out of your life. You know, we, we did the best we could given right. the circumstances. Right. Well, she's gone, and Rick and I have another two days to enjoy Los Angeles, and we had a ball. We went to Universal Studios. We went to see them tape General Hospital. Yep. We went to this. We went to that. We had a great time. And the running joke became very sick on our part. Hey, what do you think Willie's doing right now? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we just, just, you know, anytime. Yeah. Hey, what's Right. Really and I right? wonder what they did with the hat that was crumpled up in the corner of the hotel room. <laughs> yeah. You know? I have to wonder. So, um, so and, it gets, and, and the it, empty, um, <laughs> what was it? In the empty it, holster. It, yeah. Empty right. holster under the bed. Now, Bubba, then it get we finally get home and it gets very bizarre. Well, no, you're well, le- no, you're no, no. We're fixing to leave. Oh, yeah. Uh, our, our time is finally up. We're on the airplane. <laughs> the airplane is taxiing down the runway. And we still have this fear. That some Los Angeles lawyer yes. is going to get him out, and they're going to bring him to the plane in an orange jumpsuit and shackles. Yes. Now, you I mean, we're like scanning out the plane yeah, while it's loaded, looking for anything. So well, unmarked car to pull up. Sure yeah. enough, they, they shut the plane up. We taxi down the runway. Plane takes off. And I look across the aisle at Rick and say, hey, reckon what old Willie's doing right now? Yes! That is so true. That is true. And now, we figure, well, we'll never hear from Willie again. Right. But Willie came back around. <laughs> is this uh, the where I, are they now I, Look, I'm, I'm home. 
sometime later. Yes. I'm approached by a member of law enforcement and says, what do you know about Willie? And said the last name. And uh, I said, well, I now, of course, when we got back, we were sworn to silence by our management at the time. As a matter of fact, uh, we were supposed to be sworn to silence for life, I think. Yes. And, of course, here we are telling you. Yes, right. Well, but uh, look, well, look, this story had to be told, folks. This is what we go through behind the scenes sometimes that you don't realize, and you wonder why we get a little edgy. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> this guy wants to know the story. And and I say, well, I I know part of it. And he says, I will tell you my part if you will tell me yours, because I know the story after your part. I tell him the exact same story you have been told. He said, well, here's my part. Me and some other people that I work with was approached by Willie's family to go and retrieve him from California. We called, got no answer, called, got no answer. Finally, the district attorney in Los Angeles, agreed to meet us over dinner. We went, we had to wine and dine him, and he agreed if we would carry Willie to the plane, as we suspected, in an orange jumpsuit and shackles, <laughs> that they would release him to come back home. But if he ever even stepped in California again, he would go immediately to jail for 20 years. Gosh. They went our, out. This is our contest winner. They went out. Keep that in mind. They got him, and they brought him back. And that I passed that story along to Rick. We thought, well, we'll never, That's never that was it. We'll never hear any more about Willie and Wanda. Right. But uh, it came up again very, very soon. When we come back, the conclusion to the story of Willie and Wanda <laughs> and their trip uh, to Los Angeles with Rick and Bubba. If you're out there right now and you may win a random drawing from this program, you're thinking to yourself, will the next story be about me? <laughs> we'll, and we sure hope not. We've we'll, never been anywhere. Hopefully it won't be. Yes. Conclusion right now. Right, come on. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Cook's Pest Control Best of. You're enjoying Willie and Wanda. We uh, we make our way back um, for the final segment, the conclusion of the story that uh, was never to be told, and it has been told today. The tale of Willie and Wanda. Uh, we uh, we have uh, returned home. You have been told uh, by uh, someone at uh, very high in law enforcement that they had retrieved Willie. Yes. On behalf of his father uh, from L.A. Uh, and we're bringing him back uh, to Alabama. And uh, that's where we are now. Rick, uh, the story ends um, just as, as a matter of fact, Christmas uh, a year or so back. It was uh, the Christmas before Hunter was born. Yes. Uh, I was all excited about being a, a dad and uh, we were having a little Christmas party at the house. Yes. and. Uh, a gentleman was there who who I didn't know uh, before this party, but uh, we got to talking about in, in the big group about a father's love and yes. what a father will do for a child, and you know what a great gift that uh, that oh, they are. And oh, yes. this guy says, "Hey, says I know a guy. You won't believe what he had to do for his son. Oh, he had to fly out to Los Angeles, <laughs> and he had to take the district attorney to dinner. He spent about six hundred dollars on the meal." <laughs> Just to get his kid out of jail and bring him back here to Alabama. <laughs> and I perked up when I heard that story, and I said, really? I said, his name wouldn't be Willie, would it? 
He says, have you heard of that? I said, not only did I hear it, I lived it, man. I was there, man. I said, but you know, it really ain't his fault. You know why? And he said, why? I said, because he ain't never been nowhere. He ain't never been nowhere. Stay in it. Stay in it. And there's, there's several... There's several side stories to this that will remain untold. Yeah, we we, we won't tell what happened right after we got back, right? We yeah. didn't have none of that. So that. Uh, oh man, that's part of the story. No, we can't tell that. Is he in jail now? I mean, what? No, no. I just it just seemed. Let, to let's just say. I mean, a lot of times uh, you you see a trend in people, and they, uh, sometimes I mean sometimes they make changes for the better, and bless their heart, sometimes they. Head right off down that uh, very wide road is where we're being told oh, at the good book. No. Yeah, yeah. Some people uh, just cannot get in line. No. Uh, so uh, we'll. Uh, but who knows? Maybe today things are different for Will. And and y'all, you don't know how it has hurt us not to be able to tell you that for I don't know how many years. For now. a number of years. <laughs> yes. There's been there's been many days that I've spent most of the lunch hour begging. Yes. Begging for, this, for more. Begging for this. <laughs> you know, not, too, not only this, for uh, more, but for this story to be told. Yes. Right? The one of the side notes of this story that I that I must. Tale because uh, I think you all could relate to it. The uh, Willie Willie worked at a at a large plant in the area, and 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 it was so large that it had its own weekly newspaper. And Willie had showed us on on the way to the airport in between uh, flipping birds out the window that and uh, his his picture proudly on the front page and it said willie wins trip to california he's waving oh, no. now i can't i can't help but imagine what his co-workers think when you know they came back and well willie was never there again. <laughs> and they go man that must have been quite a trip he got. <laughs> yeah to this day they probably asked just how long was he going to la with rick and buck <laughs> was that a permanent gig what's up so it uh, it was you know it was a it was a horrifying trip and um we survived it, uh, and I, who who knows what happened to? I want to know what they're doing. Both of them are doing right now. Speedy, no, we we have a no. saying. Uh, no, let's not know. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's <laughs> no, please just, just let this thing sink. No, just for my own amusement. I, I yeah. wish I could look over and go. Let's well, there's Willie. It, let's let's face it. On uh, when you're watching the Friday the Thirteenth series, you go, "Gosh, I hope he gets killed eventually." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you really don't want him to keep returning. But, you know what I mean? an analogy, folks. That is uh, that is one of the little behind the scene things that we go through here at the Rick and Bubba show. Yes. And, uh, uh, there's uh, there's other strange events that has to be the daggum weirdest though. By <laughs> yeah. Far. yeah. Well, you know, and I now called my wife in the break and said I don't know when I'll be home today. I'll probably be in various meetings, one right after another, uh, <laughs> yeah. because this story just could not stay down. I don't like snakes in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. And uh, we had announced that here on the show before. No, I mean, I mean, you don't understand. I go into like a hypnotized killer mode that i cannot be in the area with a snake not a green one not a giant one not a non-poisonous not a friendly not one that eats other snakes i can't be around snakes i mean i just go berserk and rick has seen this happen yeah it's not, um, it's not and, and i really didn't realize that i had it so bad we talked about it on the air and i don't know why when we were when we were center alabama every time we go there but the I, people I can't bring out, it they, happened. They bring out their animals. Put us there And now. we've had cougars. We've had all kind of things. So we're, we're standing in this giant parking lot, and we're having a remote. We're meeting people, and there's a line. We're shaking hands and <laughs> signing pictures. 
And this lady comes up, and she's got like a bag. And I, I mean, she could have been shopping, <laughs> far as I know. But we're standing there. We're, we, are, we are standing there meeting people. And she says, I just thought I'd bring my pet and show you. And, and whoops, a snake out and oh. sticks it in my face. The next thing I remember, Brother Rick. Do you even, does it blur? Is, <laughs> is I, I appear to be in a position like Kung Fu. Yeah. And there's a lady laying on the ground. <laughs> and she's crying over her dead snake. And Rick's eyes are big as softball. And I said, Rick, what just happened here? And he said, you jumped into the air with all the grace of Bruce Lee, and you kicked her right in the chest. You know. And she went flying two flips over. And almost in a continual motion, you picked that snake up by the head and began to beat it on the pavement. And about the fifth blow, the head came off of it, and you let it go. And then I assumed the position again defensively. Rick Owsley. bowed. Rick Owsley. You know, it's not every day. It just doesn't happen much for your partner, Bubba, of Rick and Bubba, to kick a listener in the chest. (laughs) You know, it just doesn't happen much. You know, I'm not saying it won't ever happen again, but I'm just saying – and and, and and he took that snake. It look, you ever seen somebody just get a hose pipe and just beat the fool out of it? You're, you're for real, this happened? Yes. It, and, it, and I don't remember any of it other than coming to and her holding her head where she hit the pavement, crying with that piece of snake now, laying in front of now, her. Now, here's oh. what's so funny about it. Now, put us We lost her to another she show. Had a, she had a kid with her, right? I don't didn't she have a kid and, and the kid just sitting there seeing her mom roll back? Well, the, well everybody was crying. I'll tell you I mean, this. You know, I don't know who, which kids belong to who, but it upset everybody. Oh. I'll you tell you this. And, I, and I'm sad oh, to it'll say. It'll kill a huddle house for both. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> By the way, that's where we were. <laughs> no, I tell you, no, I tell you where it was. We went there after that. It was down at that little strip mall. It was down the road. It was, was a it? grand opening. Okay, of that I don't remember. We and, had animals uh, at the huddle house too, though. Didn't oh we? yeah, yeah. Always when that's when the cougar and the dingo were fighting fight, underneath the right, table. Yes. Got hooked in our remote gear. Why, why, yeah. why did they kill the snake? Killed the snake and nearly killed the woman. <laughs> now, now, D, now remind me. Didn't something else happen at that remote? No, no. That was the remote that the Sharpay pigs. You know, oh yeah, got worked up a little. Yes, they did. Started mating right there on spot. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you that that whole yeah, we had that was two. My first remote, and I was like, well, hey, that's the one. Where the the, the, the Rick and Bubba. Wow. Yeah, these two pigs begin to mate in the back of a pickup truck. Little kid freak. A little kid freaks out. We got a cougar and a dingo fighting under our remote table. Pigs are mating. The stutterer that we talk about has just oh, come yeah. on the lot. Yeah. The stutter. Yeah, you remember the stutterer guy? Yeah, oh yeah. The one. He say, uh, uh, "Rick and Bubba, have you seen those papa papa papa? Oh shoot, pigs in the truck! Oh yeah. I mean, it is a zoo going on. There's a lady with a dead snake laying there. I mean, a little Two kid. pigs, mate. Look, I hate to call it the center band play too. The marching band. Where, what were they playing? They were just playing. They were just sitting there biting. This little boy, Mickey. It's going to be great in Rick and Bubba the movie. I mean, it may be the highlight of the whole movie. This little boy comes over to me and he said, "He said, what? What's up with these pigs?" The little boy, you know. And I said, "Well, I said, son, I said, um, the pig in the back's front legs are hurt." <laughs> and, and I said, "The other pig is letting him rest, letting rest his hand up there to help him walk." Yeah, I don't think and you the, understand. And the little boy said, "He, I said, you understand what I'm saying?" He said, "Yeah." You try to help somebody out and you end up getting screwed. <laughs> Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
six minutes past the hour. Welcome in. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Brand new hour has started. I am Speedy, your host here on the Rick and Bubba Show, and we thank you, as always, for making us part of your day. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday. Uh, we have got a slew of great bits here. A lot of great uh, requests from from all of you. Hey, thank you so much uh, for uh, joining in on all the fun. Let's jump right into a Gary bit. Gary's going to talk another minute, then kind of hang out. And then everybody raise your hand who wants turkey call. So, uh, hey, little Scott Moss didn't even know you uh, killed a state record. He did. Nope. Well, he, he, he ought to... Uh, Matter of fact, there's a plaque that marks the spot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> oh, really? yeah. Now, what, what, what's going water? on? You, you, were, you, were, you were saying that you had some sort of experience you was going to share with us or something. Uh, I know you love to cook. Yeah, you know, I, I'm oh, kind, I kind of, uh, you know, kind of step off in, the, you know, the culinary arts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you know. Oh, he does love to cook. I do love to cook. Man can make some pies. Yeah, yeah. Kind of wonder where they're at. Yeah, mustard steak, banana pudding. Must have forgot how, mm-hmm. but yeah. But mostly salad, I stay, salad. you know, kind of traditional. Now you like a little salad, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I kind of stay traditional. But I wanted to try something, and you know, a lot of my buddies said, "Man, you ought to try this sometime." So I was down at my shop working. I was making some turkey calls, and I, I kind of got hungry. It was after lunch. I said, "Well, I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna try to run to the grocery store and get something." You know, put it on while I'm working on turkey calls. Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the store and I, I saw what guys was wanting me to to buy and try mm-hmm. to fix. You know, so I bought me a pack of it, brought it home, got on the internet, Mm-mm. and and tried to figure out, you know, watch some YouTube's how to fix it, what to put in it, and uh, everything's going good. I put it in the boiler, you know, water, and put all my ingredients. You know, spices, onions, and stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) Boiler. So I went back down to the shop shop to finish up some turkey calls. Do some turkey calls. Are you going to say this? You want me to? No, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just practicing. All right. Well, about 30 minutes. I said, well, I better go check on that. How many minutes? About 30 minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, I just had them on low simmer, you know. No simmer. And uh, I opened the front door to go inside. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Mm I started hollering at the dogs. I said, one of y'all has doo-dooed in the floor. My God. Oh, wow. Gary? <laughs> and I went to what the back say? door and let them out. And I went to looking. Because you thought somebody left something. Oh, yeah. I you, thought they'd you know, left you, something big. Yeah. You got on to them, huh? So I went over there. And what it was, I was trying to cook. And I didn't know this, but you put chitlins on. Oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I opened the lid of that thing. Hey, I lost hearing in my left eye. <laughs> it was bad. I'm, I'm telling you, it was bad. What? And hey, I had to apologize. I had to apologize to my dog. <laughs> you had to say, "Hey, I'm sorry." That's on me. Oh yeah, I tried my best. Good night. You know, I cooked them another hour or two, and they said they was already fully cooked. Yeah. But the smell in that house, I had to open the doors. <laughs> really? There's no way. I held my nose and just tried to take a little bite of it. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, if you hold your nose and swallow, you you know, it's not your ears up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. But uh, <laughs> there's no way that I could put that in my mouth. Right. It just couldn't. It just, it, it just wouldn't go. 
So, Gary, are you sure were they – did you get the right ones? Hey, or listen, had you, these hens said they was hand-cleaned. So well, now, you know, Gary, they, they gotta be they gotta be stump cleaned and creek washed. Well, That's I know right. my you know my grandma grandpa they used to yeah. slam them against the fence posts, you know, and get right. corn and stuff out of them. Oh yeah. my goodness! Right. How about but, let's just don't eat those? How about that? Let's well, eat I, you won't have to worry about me cooking more of them. No way. I ain't no way. But you have to pass over a lot of other dishes to get to that. One. Right. What made you go with chitlins? No, I tell you, and I even got in the garbage can and dug out the package. I thought they'd sold me a sack of butt holes. <laughs> But hey, I wasn't ready for that. (laughs) What? (laughs) What them going a pound? I don't know, but they was expensive. (laughs) Yeah, but that that was my first thought was that were they were they not stump slung and and clean? But you said they said they were stump slung and creek washed. You know, that's the reason I checked that package. I said, hey, something ain't clean about this. I feel bad for the dogs. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I had to call them and talk real sweet to them. You know, mm-hmm. they thought I was mad at them. Mm-hmm. But. Sorry about that, little sissy. That was on me. Yeah, <laughs> Bella. She she usually runs and hides when she either tears something up or something. So what know. what did you do with them? Well, I went ahead and finished them, and mm-hmm. I put them in. Uh, I put them in one of them uh, little plastic. Tupperware? Like a Tupperware thing. Mm-hmm. One you didn't ever and, want to uh, keep again? Yeah. Yeah. Disposable one? Mm-hmm. And uh, I made sure I put it in my truck, and I went down, you know, to town, that guy that's been working for me, old Albert. You know, I took the boat ride. Oh, yeah. Now, he yeah. loves him things. <laughs> oh. He's the one telling me I need it. So it was Albert that told you to fish Yeah. Huh. <laughs> so uh, I give him to Albert. He did. What he And, uh, well, I said, now, don't open these in the truck. I said, go ahead and get them <laughs> And, <laughs> did but, he did he indicate uh, maybe you had cooked them wrong no, or something? No, uh, uh, the way he tore into them. Oh, really? Really? Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yes, I sir. thought something was wrong with them. No. That's they, the they, well, I don't know. Somebody eat that right there, they eat anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might not order said that. But has anybody ever tried Which part, Gary? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah where are we going what, on what, what, Has anybody ever eaten them? Anybody here? Does no, anybody ever eat no. chitlins? I, I, haven't. I haven't. Well, eaten the the I've proper name is not though. chitlins; they're well, chitterlings. Chitterlings, yeah, right. yeah. Chitterlings, but you know, but you just say chitlins. I just say chitlins. I just say chitlins. Now, I cook the chitlins out of them now. <laughs> but I, I smelled some being cooked in a pressure cooker one time. But they were cooking them on the back porch because well, of the smell. And they, yeah, they, they, they need were, to do that. But I'm I'm telling you, I couldn't even put it. You know, I couldn't even. Why would my mouth. Why would we cook and eat something that tastes so bad or smells so bad? Well, I don't know. And you said it didn't even taste good, right? Well, I don't know. I couldn't even get it in my mouth. Oh, okay. he tried. Yeah, he tried. I tried. tried. Holding his nose and everything. Oh, I was Clogged gagging. I looked up. like Jim Carrey on that movie. You know. <laughs> yeah, I just could. I that just movie. That movie, yeah. yeah. Have to be more I could smell it in me holding my nose. Oh, well. Messed your whole. Was this at Lake Mitchell? Or are you happy? Real quick, speaking of the baby, guys, I, I don't know what to do. I keep having this dream because I sleep with a body pillow. And I keep having this dream that that is my baby Ruby. And so I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, oh, no, I'm not supposed to have, you know, because you're not supposed to sleep with a baby. You keep waking up to that. A lot of people don't know that. You keep thinking. No, you don't. It's not a good idea. I I didn't need to know you had a body pillow. (laughs) It's a little pillow. It's good for my back.
Uh, it's a normal size. Uh, <laughs> I hope you don't get confused with the body pillow on the way Ruby was conceived. Well, right, yeah. I'm holding this body <laughs> pillow. Ricky's had that dream, too. <laughs> and I wake up. Does the pillow have a name? I wake up. Uh, Ooh, baby. Oh, I was about to say something. I was about to say something. You're about to call a name is I what you're about to, to do. No, yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. Uh, oh, no. I'll do it. Long oh, hair. So, and I wake up, and, the, and I, for one, for some reason, I feel like, Aaron's going to get mad at me because I, I have the baby. And so, like, I kind of roll to the side, and then the baby disappears. So I'm, like, looking in my blankets for the baby half awake, half asleep. This happens to me almost every single night. Evidently, I was humming and rocking in my sleep, holding the bobby pillow, because that's what I do to keep get the baby The bobby calm. pillow? The bobby, Back to Rick's pillow. statement. Oh, Bobby. Oh. It's not about sex, you idiots. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. 20 minutes past the hour, it's the Rick and Bubba Show. It's a best of, too, a Cook's Pest Control best of. Now, a lot of you, uh, you know, when it comes to the Rick and Bubba store, you might think that we uh, just came up with spatula, which is a spatula, just to be funny, and, uh, you know, that's how we say it and all this kind of stuff. And you might not know the history of how all of this happened, uh, but maybe this will help here, okay? Take a listen. You ought to seen that guy with all he could do with them forks and spoons. Well, it was incredible. Prater, yesterday, he, he threw... He had the egg on his spatula. I mean, and he was twirling it around. Then he threw it up in the air, put the spatula on the grill, and the egg came down and split right on his spatula, but didn't go all the way through. Are you saying spatula? What do you call that thing? Spatula. Spatula. That's what I said. Spatula. No. Spatula is an oozy liquid that comes out of something that's not being taken care of properly. That's what I said. Spatula. Spatula. Well, let me tell you. It was an impressive show. I mean, no matter what you want to call that flat silver thing you had. You know, it was working, it wasn't. You know what I love? What are you saying? Spatula. What did I say? Spatula. In my mind, that is the same thing. And you what? didn't say it once. You said it about 12 Look, times. Look, you, you've got some serious problems. I, 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 I'm have to, I mean, people have asked me before since I've been doing the show with you if I actually teach English at UAB. <laughs> <laughs> On a side-by-side comparison. <laughs> Spatchler. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Well, I mean, for a while, you could tell he was getting kind of frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, y'all have to forgive me. This is my debut. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're going to have an add-on to the Rick and Bubba Dictionary that we're talking about. Words Bubba can't pronounce. Let me tell Ryan Greenwood, add spatula. <laughs> you know, when I was growing up, I couldn't say my S's. And I had to be, it was so funny that the elementary school had like a little closet area there. Talking about getting out of the closet, and I had to meet with the teacher every recess to try to take say my S. I'll say my S like this. I couldn't say my S. You had to have a little speech therapy. Well, when I was real little, yeah. Well, I know y'all I, find this hard to believe. I, I, I had to go to that too. Yeah. Uh, I had I to miss PE once once a week and go play uh, go go play I fish. What was that game? Go fish. Yeah, go fish with the cards and it have the words like yeah. with L's on you know lamp. 
and all that. Lamp. I know. Look, look. You realize this, and I think this should come because if you're out there having to take speech therapy, do you have any lights over there? Yeah, all three of us. I can say my s's. There's three guys. There's three guys. I don't know about Don One. Don One, do you have to have any kind of speech therapy? Go fish. I don't have any lamps. Did you, 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 you always speak well? I, well, I only have a problem with words like the the U word, like funeral. <laughs> let, let me hear you say Buick. 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 That is so bad. And I, I still can't, need help. You <laughs> can't say it. You can't say it. Four you. guys. I, I add to the list. I add to the list. Four guys doing a radio show that can't talk. And whatever you do, don't ask Rick to say digital. No, all of us have had that speech there, and I can't say R E W A R D either. That's kind of me and Don Walker. Spell have the it same again. What, what was it? I can't <laughs> no, spell it. Yeah. Right, let me write it down. Yeah. R E what? R E W A R D. Reward. Yeah, I can't say that. Let's try to say, say it. Reward. You <laughs> can't say your nuggets. <laughs> what is wrong with us? We're a bunch of goodies in here. Well, I think I think anybody that has trouble speaking should should be comforted in the fact that yes, you too can have a radio show. Don't yeah. tell, don't let anybody tell you you can't. They would always have me in the closet trying to say... Um, Can you say architectural reward? Arch- arch- <laughs> architectural reward. <laughs> you know, and look, here's, here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. Back when I was, you know, was an AM DJ, an AM DJ, they'd always be some daggum lost dog and they'd have some reward for it. You know, and I have... <laughs> And they call me back. Say something about the reward. And I go, well, I can't. Can't say it. <laughs> they always had me in the closet trying to say Massachusetts. And I couldn't do it. Massachusetts. I couldn't say my S's. And well, can't you see me? Massachusetts. Hi there. You're listening to us on AM whatever, whatever. Hi, this is Rick Burgess in the afternoon. Got a lost dog I need to tell you about. A black lab is running around in the Chill Acres uh, <laughs> subdivision. There's a, If you find it, there's a... One hundred thousand man. Don't want, please come back. So, so you know what I would say. You know what I would say. You know what I would say. If you find it, they'll give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> you got to work around it. Yeah. What? Don't want to say Buick one more time for us. Don't want to say we're gonna drive our Buick to the funeral. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna drive our bu- Buick to the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> what are we? They should pull us from the airwaves right now. Drag us out of here. What a terrible example we are. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> oh, my goodness, guys. Oh, that stuff. Uh, that's just some great stuff. We are live now, and we thank you for being with us. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Heavily requested stuff there. Uh, we can't talk. And uh, before that, uh, the, the Chitlins with Gary and Adler's body pillow. Uh, this one here, um, Gotta Vote Trump is the name of this one, and uh, it's gold, as they all are. Uh, some of the stuff uh, that we're playing now is um, uh, Follow the Science, a radio pandemic. Uh, the, the one we just played, We Can't Talk, uh, that is from uh, The Smell of Success, the best of CD, going back to 1998, uh, by the way. Uh, but you, th- you think we're just kind of kidding around with the, the whole spatula thing. And I know for those of you that have been with us for a long time, you go, no, I get it. I knew the story. But for some of you, you might hadn't have known the story. Uh, that is real. Uh, that's how Bubba says spatula. He says it's spatula. Uh, so that's why it's uh, 
spatula in the Rick and Bubba uh, store. Funny, though, and Rick's talked about this before, uh, the, they actually thought that we misspelled uh, spatula when we sent them what we wanted to call it, and we had to tell them, no, it's actually how you, you, you spell it. We're going to put that R on the end. Um, so there you go. All right, so here it is. Uh, this one, Got to Vote Trump. Uh, more best of. Take a Sandra. listen. Sandra. Out of Fort Payne, Alabama. Sandra, go ahead. Yeah, I, I drive a truck, so I'm up here in Fort Payne delivering. I am a Trump supporter. I voted for him. I follow him on tweet. And if they had impeached him, me and a bunch of others that I know decided that we would go to that right in and write Trump's name in for the 2020 election. Well, it looks like he's going to get impeached. Well, if they do, there's, that's what the American people need to do because they're just telling us our votes didn't count to start with with everything they've done with him. Yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, he's, he's, he's probably going to be removed, so I don't know what we're going to do after that. Go write his name in and reelect him. <laughs> I mean, you're right. You're right. I mean, well, P. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> what's little P think of it? Trump. Oh my goodness, that's good stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, that's a quickie there. Uh, just vote Trump. Got to. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. we got a lot more. Uh, it is a Cook's Pest Control Best of. I'm your host, Speedy. Uh, Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday. Uh, and uh, we'll have lots of stories, I'm sure, uh, for Memorial Day uh, weekend. And uh, hope all of you are having a great time. Uh, thank you so much uh, for the request, too. Uh, all of these things that we're playing, all of them are requested. Uh, best of moments, um, either from shows past that have kind of just spilled over into today. Or uh, they uh, are getting piled up today uh, via email and stuff. It's uh, a lot of them, too. So we uh, are going to try to get to each and every one of them. we got about another uh, hour and a half if you're listening live. Uh, and we thank you for being with us. RickandBubba.com, our website. Click on Upcoming Events Store where you can see the spatula. Uh, and social links and a whole lot more at RickandBubba.com. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best of. I am Speedy with the Rick and Bubba Show, your host, Rick and Bubba, back on Tuesday. Right now, we continue with more Best of. Uh, so let's go to uh, Pete in Alabama. Oh, Pistol Pete, standing by, Bubs. How about it, Pete? Hey, Pete. How you doing, buddy? Welcome hey, to the program. Thank you. I'm just here to confirm to all the non believers 35 years of living in Lillian, Alabama, across over in the Pensacola, across Burrito Bay. There is a Bigfoot out there. Three sightings in 35 years. Pensacola area from Bower Road was one. Down there by the State Park, the second and the third, all the woods way to back the first sighting, close to Mobile Highway when it was more wooded. He's very elusive. All the sightings were very violent. He has got a nope. blood curdling growl. Right. So, Pete, you, you said you said all three all three episodes were violent. Was that the term you used? 
Absolutely. Now, what do you mean by that? I ran out of fuel once on Bower Road, me and my wife. I had a broken leg. My wife was, at that time, who I had three of my children, when she was 350 pounds. No wonder big folks coming in. (laughs) Well, she had a crutch and I had a crutch, and we kept swinging at it. That was a young male, I'm sure. He was the smallest of them all. So you and your wife had a, wow. a physical altercation with a young Bigfoot. A young male? Yes, on Bower Road. Yeah, we ran out of fuel in a 77 Olds Delta 88. All right, Pete, let me yeah, let yeah. me walk with you again. Stay with me, okay, because it's our problem. I'm, you're, you're not the problem. We yeah, are. We're trying to follow all and right. digest all this information. You're telling us that in an incident, you and your wife, you had a broken leg. Your wife was at the time 350. She also had a crutch. Uh, and that then when you ran out of fuel, you were trying to do something about the fuel, and then you encountered more than one Bigfoot, but one of them. No, the one, one, one Bigfoot. No, only one Bigfoot. And, and this Bigfoot, Bigfoot we w- encountered on Bower Road was a young male. And you think it's a young male because? He was young. Okay, didn't have the, the, the last Bigfoot I've seen had had – like a dog it was a female there was no doubt about it <laughs> you okay got and, i don't think uh, you can say that no but who cares okay had, had 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 what it, size it, it dog? came all the way up to us she took one of my crutches my wife did and helped me swinging the crutch both of us at the male the juvenile bigfoot stop again I so had, the female bigfoot a, was a, had, a completely different day different encounter yeah i had three encounters in 35 years Okay, I like, I'd like to stick counter. on on y'all slinging this crutch. All right, so yeah. when you Let's, when you when is you this swung, encounter one, this in, this is young male. Okay. Okay. All right, this is this not is female who who has breasts like a dog. All right, <laughs> let, let's talk about this. So the male, when you started swinging the crutches, his reaction was what? Just to back up and to keep coming back and screaming at us. Screaming? Can you describe well, the scream? You, well, Thank you. you. You were on the side of the road because you ran out of gas. I have never in my life heard anything like this. This screaming—it was a horrible screech. Can you can you try to the most blood curdling growl I've ever heard? Well, isn't that the case? All right, let's let's go back to this. Can you try to give us something that sounds like it, and then I'll give you some (laughs) choice. Say it again. (laughs) Do it again. One more time. (laughs) Okay, so there's a little bit of a little bit of mule in there. It sounds like (laughs) right, but 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 much more severe. One more time. I want to listen. Sir, I think you got attacked by a jackass. Listen, when you when you were on, can anybody find you me ran out of gas? The hunter you, you ran out of gas. Oh yeah, Rick. And you we were on the side of the road, and he came we, and he came out of the bushes, or what? Well, we we were on ninety eight and Lily, and she Here lived in Coal over there, pretty okay. Not, not important. We so we all turned that. right. We turned right at Tom Thumb, and we was going to try to make it to the next one. We ran out. We didn't get far <laughs> past the first one, mm-hmm. so we started walking down Bower Road. We got about oh. a third of the way down. So you're and walking that's when he came out. Okay, I got you. Yeah, we're walking. Come, so you've got crutches, and your wife has crutches. Right hand side, and begins to try to come towards wow. from the out of the woods from the woods. Yeah, first he like kind of stays out in the woods and walks mm-hmm. along with us and lets us know he's there. And then he says, "Heck with it, I'm coming in." Did he come he out did, with a with, crutch? Did he come out with a roar or did he come out silent? Silently, just being real silent out there was pacing us. I got you. And when he and, attacked, and what, what time he, of day was this, Pete? 
late at night, like three in the morning. Mm, okay. Yeah, pardon. So, Pete, would you ever consider yourself a master herbalist? I don't consider myself anything but an honest Christian. Amen. All right, listen to this. Trying to tell people the truth. Well, you are, and he finally first encounter. He finally Mm -hmm. went away. Why? Just got tired of fighting y'all in the crutch. The crutch just was too much. Okay. We were swinging that thing. We were trying to take his head off. Understood. Female. What? We were scared to death. The female attacked you, or or just watched you. Okay, the female, I was in a 71 Lincoln Continental Mark III Park. Me and my wife got into a fight. She kicked me out. I went to sleep in the back seat, and that's when she approached with the growls and having a fit. She actually tried to get into the vehicle. Wow. I jumped out of the back seat from underneath my sheet. I looked to the right. It was definitely a Bigfoot shaking a 71 Lincoln like it was a toy, Mm -hmm. growling, this blood-curdling growl. Okay. Definitely Bigfoot. Okay, so now the third encounter, what happened? My mother went juking with a friend of hers, and I got stuck babysitting. I get to this house. I notice all the windows are open. Thank goodness I had an unction, just a feeling. Lock all the windows. Mm-hmm. And it just kept over and over with me. Lock the windows. It just kept bothering me. And sure enough, every window in that house was unlocked. The kids were even going in and out the windows while I was locking them. Mm-hmm. So I lock all the windows. And after a while, I went ahead and got the the woman had three little girls. I mm-hmm. put all the little girls to sleep. Later, I'm in the master bedroom. There's nothing. I'm so bored to death. I'm playing with the old kit of the build a log cabin out of the wooden blocks. <laughs> when suddenly I feel Making like logs. something is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's something's looking at me or just something weird. So I turn around and I look, and there at the window, staring in the window, is the big male, the humongous gorilla head with the big square chiclet horse teeth, the gargantual eyes, the biggest head I've ever seen. And here he was staring in there into the room, this Godzilla-sized gorilla head. Godzilla-sized? Wow, that's big. Well, I I would say Godzilla-sized. To me, at that time, it it was very enormous. It was as big as a basketball almost. It was not quite as big as a basketball, but it was a big old head. Have you ever seen Bubba's head? No. Okay. It was very big. I just knew a comparison. It's a big head. It is. Yeah. I knew this was a... Compared to the others, this is definitely a big male. And this, by the way, was the first encounter I ever had. Okay, it started with big male, then it went to little male, then to female. What was the order of the appearances? The big male I just told you about in the window. Mm -hmm. The second one was the juvenile, and the third one, the last one, was the female in the car. And what did big male do? Did he make a move for you? Did he try to tear the house down? What happened? He didn't do anything but peek it out and saw that the windows were shut and game over, nothing for dinner. Yeah, but he couldn't, couldn't he have just knocked the window Big off as he of, was? Yeah. yeah. No. As strong as a bear? Very, they're, they're, I'm telling you, I don't they, – they're, they're sneaky. I'm telling you, they they creep up on you. If, the, if it's good, they'll go. If not, it's a no-go. All right, so – That's how I'm feeling them. Do you think – because there's, there's people that would dream of these encounters that go out and spend their life – do you think there's something about you that draws them to you? No, not at all. Well, you I have to admit that, that I have been fortunate enough to just see what I have seen. You say fortunate? Sometimes, Didn't it terrify you? Well, I'm fortunate enough to let the others know the truth. And that's the fortunate part is that somebody can tell you, look, they're real. They're out there. And watch yourself. So that's your message today 
They're real. They're out there. So watch, watch yourself. yourself. Yeah, they ain't friendly. I think they're hungry. And if you ain't careful, you're going to be snack time. Do you? Th- well, we've we've heard, we've heard that you confirm you think they eat meat. I think they'll eat humans. No, now, Pete, you one think they were trying to, to attack eat- me and my wife? One tried to get in my car, and the other one was coming in for the kids in the window. Add it up. Well, Pete, you, you make a you make a compelling point. Add it up, Rick. I add it up, and then you know what it equals? Mm-hmm. Somebody's hungry, right? Somebody's hungry. I care about people. They need to know the truth. Mm-hmm. Was there a stench? Did you notice a smell on the ones that were that were close enough to you? I I, I never smelt anything, and I got a pretty good nose. No. <laughs> I think they're a clean animal. I think they're smart. They take care of themselves. Okay, that, we've I think heard smarter we, than we give them credit for. We've heard that they are that they stink. So you disagree with they're that? Definitely elusive. Because yeah. you think some of these people that are smelling something, it's not Bigfoot because you were you had three encounters and you had no smell. Unless they're smelling a dead body that rubbed off on them the wrong way. Good Pete, Lord. Pete, let me ask you this: Have you? They're real. Rocky's have have you, the hey, they're it's real. So good. Hey, they're real. Be careful and watch it. What watch is it? it, Pete? Have you have you told people about these encounters before? I'm sure. I have. I try to tell some people about it. Some people just say, "Look, I had an encounter, but I'm not bringing it up." Yeah. If we went to catch one of the three, which one are you most yeah, afraid of? Which one was most aggressive? The the male. The big the male one? on Bower Road. Oh, that that was the one that, that walked next to you and your wife and went after y'all. Will you try to kill it or capture it? What's your plan? Capture it. Okay. A living dog is better than a dead lion, baby. Okay, I got to know where were you gonna where You're are you welcome. gonna where are you gonna take Bigfoot when you <laughs> catch another it? Bumper sticker. Are you gonna take it to the Humane Society? Where are you taking it? I'm gonna take it to a zoo with one heck of a cage. <laughs> okay, all right. Needs to be took care of, fed, well fed. And then if they can find a female to catch as well, oh. put in there and breed them, and then they can have babies, and then maybe who knows we can find out what we can do with them. The world. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes till top of the hour. This portion of the Best of Rick and Bubba show, sponsored by HelixSleep.com slash Bubba. They have created a number of different high-quality, all-American-made mattresses to best fit your particular sleep style. Uh, They have soft, medium, and firm mattresses that will keep you cool all night long. All you have to do is go take their very easy two-minute online quiz to match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress just for you. And when you visit his helixsleep.com slash Bubba, you're going to save $200 plus get a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Nothing to lose. Ships right to your door, and you'll be saving $200 in that process. Again, Helix Sleep, that's H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Bubba. They get a truly amazing sleep with a great mattress. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. We are continuing to hunker down at the Broadcast Plaza and teleport. Team Rick and Bubba so far, everybody good. We've discussed patient zero. We've had a quick poll about it and everything. Adler, who is trying to distance himself even more than the rest of us, for obvious reasons, he has a wife that's expecting their first baby. Ryan Adler, I mean, it's it's coming up. Are, are we doing okay, buddy? Are we doing? Yeah, what how you, are we looking? Do you do you need us? Are we doing what you need us to do? Ham says he's seen you roll your eyes at us a couple times. Uh, are, are you are you happy with how we're handling this right now? Honestly, the the. <laughs> 
y'all, y'all are gregarious people. Right, we are. What? And it, I, I was kind of thinking like an attitude would change a little bit within this place. Right. Like you, maybe we shouldn't be laughing in each other's faces, that right. kind of thing. Sure. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I would love to, you know, be there when my first kid is born. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. We're trying to be. That would be nice. We're, right. we're, That's legit. we're being yeah. leery of that. It's a great go. Uh, yeah. meeting, the, meeting the kid would be awesome. Right, right. You know, right. when it's born. But in all fairness, it'll take a couple weeks for him to be able to be coherent enough to know yeah, you Yeah, he, right. he won't know right. one he way, though. I'm, I'll tell you this. I mean, I usually am much more, you know, all up in your business, and I've really tried to stay away. Have you guys noticed that I do step away sometimes when y'all talk to me as it is? Have you oh, noticed do that? I notice? Frankly, yeah. Truthfully, truthfully. Yeah. 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 My, bubble, my bubble already is about four, five feet. Yeah. And so with this COVID-19 thing, it's 19 feet. I've decided it's got to be 19 Do you remember how hard, over the last couple of years, how hard I've worked on, like, grabbing you and – Standing in the doorway and asking if you can move me, mm-hmm. you know, grabbing you in headlocks. I don't do that yeah. hardly ever no. anymore. Well, that, honestly, that that's 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 okay, kind of at times because, like, all right, we're we're being physical. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? sure. Yeah, and I've gotten better. You know, I've gotten I've do, been doing some jujitsu, so I can no, kind of hang no. with you now. Yeah, you know, a little bit. yeah. yeah. <laughs> If it's, I if I if you can get me to sit down, I'm really in trouble. It's like when I'm what's bothering me these days. I feel like is when I'm eating a sandwich and you are also eating a sandwich. I don't need to hear like the funniest joke you've ever told. I got you. Like one feet away, you I know, because we're both eating sandwiches here, and I, I don't need your sandwich on my sandwich. Right. Well, the, the egg yesterday didn't even go near your sandwich. Feet. Well, it, the egg hit over on by the trash can. I'm very sensitive. I've just I've got a bigger bubble than you guys. I've de- I've determined. Right. So you have a song for us? I do. I wrote a COVID nineteen song. Maybe bring a little bit of levity to. Yeah. All right. This, uh, Greg, I can, I'm, I know I'm back here. I can hear your sarcastic little no, comments, I, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know I'm back here. I don't have headphones on. You got good but ears. I can hear. <laughs> so here he goes. All there right. Go. So can y'all hear? Uh, yeah. Got it. Hear Look that? how big the guitar is to compare to oh, him. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like when him like a mariachi band plays. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal size guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, Greg, just remind you have me again, one? sarcastically, I non-helpfully, could. that I did not tune. I thanks for being non-helpful, Greg. Dang it. We're gonna bring another mic to you, Adler. Okay. Don't, don't, thank you. Don't worry. Thank we're, we're, you so much. Because we want you to see your first baby. Sing the song for Pete's sake. <laughs> yeah. I, I got a tune now. Dang it. Yeah, Greg, There's yeah. a little out of tune. You heard it. It is out of tune. You're right, Greg. <laughs> I mean, is Pavarotti hey, gonna sing it or what? <laughs> So Greg was right. Yes, thanks. Hey, man, Mozart. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mozart. (laughs) Oh, look at you. I messed it up. I panic tuned just now. I panic tuned and messed it up. (laughs) 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 One, two, one, two. There you go. All right, we got it now. Speedy's too close. Speedy, get away from me. Bubba's got his harp out. (laughs) Trying to give him a title. <laughs> Greg, Greg said it's still not in tune. I know, I know. Enough, I panicked tune and messed the whole thing up. I'm not even playing around right now. It's close enough. Don't worry. It's good it. enough. I heard it was Corona. Bubba's got his tune. <laughs> oh, God, it's bad. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm having a panic attack. I'm having a panic attack it's right a, now. It's a half I think I have down, COVID-19. <laughs> I think I have COVID-19. I, need, I literally need four minutes to tune. <laughs> this whole show up. It's fine. It sounds it's, terrible. You know whose fault it is is Greg. Oh, I just touched my face. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying so hard not to touch his face. Adler, it's fine. Most people won't know. I just touched my face. 
Great, he's got that one so out of tune. It's almost in tune for the next one. Down. Bust a half. Oh, we got I love what he We will promote it. We Strum will come back a couple of segments. But, you know what this is? Shut it. Shut it. <laughs> I hope you get COVID nineteen. <laughs> Probably do. I panicked. I panicked and went. I went way too far is on that one, and then Can I tell everything you? else to that, and then screwed up everything, and then started using my digital tuner, and then Greg started saying stuff, and then I now I hope he has COVID nineteen, and then I touched my face. <laughs> Uh, so he laid back. I touched my <laughs> what's, what's great about it? What's great about it? I've, I've learned a new term. I love. I panic tuned. Yeah, I love that one. I, I, I panic tuned. And then the other is the the touching of the face. Yep. Here, here's our very own Eddie Van Adler. COVID nineteen. Oh, I swear you're so mean. From this moment, you wrecked everything. Are you in my chest? <laughs> Dry cough. I confess. Earth is dirty. From COVID-19, oh yeah. It's come on, Eileen. You guys... Got got it. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Oh, we got it. Okay. okay. I don't know. Okay. COVID-19. Okay. Oh, we got it. No, I'll be clean. I know what you My poor old 401k. The stock market is a strangling because a bat hooked up with a pangolin and COVID-19. <laughs> the stores are out of TP. Now my toilet... Needs one of those bidet things Now that sports are all done What will I do for fun? See my family No thanks COVID-19 <laughs> Cleanliness is key Please do not shake hands with me And wash real good after you poop and pee Cause COVID-19 Please give me six feet of a bubble If you are unclean Social distance is best no symptoms, no test. Don't catch stupid from COVID-19. People stay away. <laughs> Luckily, since I turned 13, everybody stays six feet away from me. Because COVID-19, oh, I swear you're so mean from this moment. You wrecked everything. Are you in my chest? Dry cough, I confess. From Earth is dirty. From covid one more time now. COVID-19. Oh, I swear you're so mean. From this moment, you wrecked everything. Are you in my chest? Christ, cough, I confess. Earth is dirty. From COVID-19. That's good, Adam. We like that. Yeah, that's my COVID-19 song. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour, brand new hour here on the Cook's Pest Control Best Of. I'm your host, Speedy. Welcome in. Rick and Bubba on a break. We'll be back on Tuesday. Let's get it started. Classic Mickey Dean request. I don't know. Y'all probably know that I've had quite a few occupations. Yes. Uh, construction yes, work, sales. Yes. Everybody wanted to make a salesman out of it. Thought it might be a, a great comedian sale. one time. Yeah, a comedian one time. Uh, the pro- uh, very good job I had one time though. It was a insurance debit, Liberty National Insurance. One of the best jobs I had. I'm not going to run them down at all. I've still got some of their stock. I worked out of the Bessemer office. 
And like I say hello to everybody down there. And I work for one of the sweetest, kindest, nicest, smartest gentlemen, uh, Larry Robinson. Treated me very Have you fast. applied for another job at Liberty National by chance? No, but I would not hesitate to go back to work for them. That's my ace in the hole. You but know, you always they, have, back they up. hesitate you know, to have you is the question. What if something were to happen Thanks. to me and I couldn't stand up anymore? You'd you be know? a sit-down comedian. No. Teddy I, Pendergrass did it. Yeah, but. He's at Haleyville with Quiet Ride. No, I understand. I got Anyway, um, I worked there for about two years and then decided for some reason to get back into construction business, which led me to comedy, so you can't ever look back. But it was just so much fun. We had Fridays off. You can imagine coming out of the construction business where we worked like seven tens, and then all of a sudden one day they say, okay, uh, we got Fridays off, and on Monday you probably don't not going to do a whole lot either so it's tuesday wednesday thursday couldn't even start collecting on a debit till after 10 o'clock come right. on yeah right. gotta wait on people to get up get the kids off school and everything my debit was happened to be in brighton i love the people over in brighton everybody said i can't believe you collected insurance after dark in brighton well, let me tell you something i was never messed with i was never treated with anything but kindness they don't bother the policy man I got Brighton. you. I got you. Okay, well, every now and then, uh, two agents would ride together. Maybe one's debit was caught up, and you get tired of being by yourself, and you'd go try to sell a little insurance together. He's a Hoover policeman now, but his name was Tim Manzella, and uh, he was a big old boy from around Bessemer area down there. And uh, we're going to ride together, and I had a little Toyota pickup. We start down the alley. Now, out of Bessemer, you come out of the Liberty National, you come down the alley, and right there on the corner is the uh, funeral home. Brown Service Funeral Home. Many people know where that is. right on 4th Avenue. As we were turning out of the alley, there's a dumpster there, and there's a brand-new, brand-new-looking metal gray casket with the handles, the rails, just like you see in, in about 90% of your funerals. Yeah, I got you. you. get the gray or the bronze, the gray. And I stopped, and I said, they're throwing away a perfectly brand-new casket. Now, Mickey. Yeah, and Tim said, wonder what that's all about. So I knew the guy. We knew the guy that owned the funeral home, and I went in the back back door there and i said what's the deal with the casket he said well when they ship a body in one we can't we can't resell it or, or you can't be buried in it or something like that it's a law if it comes from out of state you have to change container so you just throw it away so you just throw it away i guess anyway i said well can we have it he said yeah if you want mickey it. Did. so i walked out there and i said tim throw that he's a big old boy i said let's throw that casket up in the back of the truck he said what are you gonna do with it i said i don't know but we'll have some fun with it sometime during the day so we're, we're collected in Brock. Only Mickey Dane. Now, I got a gray metal casket, full size, in the back of my Toyota pickup with the tailgate down because it's too long. to. I had to have the tailgate down. <laughs> Tim kept saying, what are we going to do with the casket? And people would look at it and everything, you know. So I, there's right across from a fire hall, there was a, a lady that I dearly loved that had about uh, Miss Pinky. I guess she was probably about 70 or 75 years old. Now, the reason... I called her Miss Pinky is because when the guy that collected the insurance before you goes around and shows you all these people, right. what he calls them is what you're now going to I got you. And I asked him one day, I said, why Miss Pinky? He said, the house is pink. And it was bright pink. And so I just started calling her Miss Pinky, too. And I'd bring her stuff at Christmas time. Now, Miss Pinky was in this situation. She probably had four or five kids. But they wasn't around anymore, but they left their kids. Oh, boy. So she's now raising probably seven or eight grandkids, okay? Might have had a kid of hers thrown around in there. But it's a big old house with a big old front porch. Old, old house there in Brighton on the old car line. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. I pulled up. I said, 
I got it, Tim. Just stay with me. Just stay beside of me and follow my lead. He said, okay. Now, he was dressed in a black suit, black tie. We, they demanded to wear a suit and tie. So I get out, and I park, purposely park right in the driveway where she can see the casket sitting in the truck. I walked up, knocked on the door, like I'd done so many times to collect, you know. You collect, and this what, is going to get you rehired. You 75 cents <laughs> for well, I think that's why they liked me. Yeah. Seventy-five cents for you know for a month worth of insurance. That's what we collect. But anyway, I walked up there and I knocked on the door. And she came to the door, had her apron on. You know, sweet lady, probably about seventy-five years old. Miss Pinky, how you doing, Mickey? I said I'm doing fine. Want you to meet Mr. Manzella? He's from the home office. You know, up there with the woman with the building holding the torch up. Miss Liberty, Bi- oh yeah, I know that's where their money went. See, they knew that. So uh, I said, Miss Pinky, have you got a paid up? Barrel policy. She said, you know I do. Been paid up for years. Look in that book you got, that big old thick book. I said, I know you got it. Do you have that metal casket supplement? Did you get that too? And she said, got that, paid that off. I said, well, we got a big old book down there at that office, and that's why Mr. Manzella's here. Uh, we looked in the big old book, and you were supposed to pass away last Tuesday. We got your casket ready. It's here. You didn't die. So we don't know what to do with it. You need to take charge of it because you can imagine how many caskets we have. <laughs> and <laughs> Being an insurance company. Being an insurance company. And if, if you got to die on time, you mess everything up. We don't have a big enough warehouse right. to keep these things for you. And she kind of gla- pointed to the driveway, and she leaned out, and she said, Lord God. You did bring me my casket, didn't you? And it's pretty. And she walked to the edge of the porch and looked at it. Then she comes back to the door, opens the old screen door, and hollers in the back, Ray, 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 you and Johnny, come here. And about a, a kid about 17, probably a grandkid, and another about 14, came running around the corner of the house. She said, Get my casket out of Mr. Dean's truck. <laughs> so they went over and got a hold of it and started to slide it out. And he said, Big Mama, what do you want me to do with the casket? She said, slide it under the house. Mr. Dean said I'd have been dead for a week. (laughs) (laughs) Love the Mickey Dean stories. The late, great Mickey Dean. 13 minutes now past the hour. Leaning on 14 minutes past the hour. Nothing but request. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best Of. I'm your host, Speedy Rick and Bubba, back Tuesday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show's best of. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday. I'm Speedy, your host. Thank you so much for all the requests. Y'all made today pretty easy. And uh, great requests, too, like this next one. Raise your hand if you ever had Eater's Regret. Take a listen to this best of. It happened over the, the weekend. It was uh, Sunday afternoon. I was chilling around the house, and um, 
And I started getting this hankering, and I guess I should have kept myself busy. I should have gone and done something, but I was just kind of hanging out. You know, that's when trouble finds you. <laughs> and uh, you I mean, just, idle mind is a yeah. playground for the devil. I, I was just keep. I was just <laughs> keeping around, and it all started like I could hear the echo in the back of my my mind of the sound of a woman who works at a restaurant that has a hoarse voice like she's been smoking for 30-plus years. Yeah, kind of Aunt Martha like. There's, yeah. not a, there's not a waitress in the place under 60, not one. <laughs> and the, and, and I, I can just hear her voice saying to me on the phone, okay, Sugar, is that what you want? How many other do you need? <laughs> we got that, baby. Yeah, we got that. Uh-huh. And I thought, that's the voice I want to hear on the phone. That, that's, that's, the, that's the curbside I want because I know that that voice – is always a director to delicious food, mm-hmm. and in my, she's gonna make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. She's gonna she's gonna pop that whip, make everybody do it right. Before I knew it, like an addict, I was on the phone, <laughs> and she answered as I thought, "Hey, so and so, hey, uh, do y'all have golden brown fried chicken? Well, yeah, baby, we got golden brown fried chicken. Sure, <laughs> how much you want? I want a lot of it. Do you have fried okra?" Well, of course we do, baby. We got fried okra. <laughs> Honey, how much you need? How, mu- how many people going to be eating? Me. <laughs> I'm hungry, though. I'll be eating. Very hungry. Do y'all have cream corn? Well, yeah, baby. Of course we got cream corn. <laughs> Can you just read off everything you have to me? Read it all. Well, I mean, well, you can have some fried chicken. Sold. Fried okra. Sold. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want some cream corn with that, baby? Yes. Wow. So then I just start ordering all kinds of delicious food from the 60-plus-year-old waitress with the hoarse voice, which that's, that's the voice that gets you to this kind of food. <laughs> and so nobody knows what I'm doing. And so Sherry is, is in, in her office and working on something. And so then Rick, she's, are you whispering in the other room on the phone? I am. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good, man. It's Jake from State Farm. Hey. Hey. I want the chicken extra crispy. That sounds real good. <laughs> and so, and so then, uh, so then you want the, gravy? With the, that? Then there's then <laughs> we talking cornbread. <laughs> so, and I know that you none of none of <laughs> none of this I need to have. None of it I need to have. Right. And so Sherry says, "What are we going to do for dinner?" I said, "Oh, I've already handled it." Oh, okay. You going to get us something? Mm-hmm. I sure am. Okay. <laughs> What what are you getting? Oh y'all, it's gonna be y'all gonna love it. It's gonna be good, real good. So I come in with the with the bags, and she says, "Well, what what did you get us?" And uh, I said, "Let me tell you one thing: you don't have the salad. <laughs> you ain't got that, and there ain't nothing grilled in here. <laughs> Everything in here." I said, "You see that? You see that?" Now, if wax- I'm having good food like that, I don't want a salad because mm-hmm. I don't want to take up any room. Yeah. I, I said, "You see that wax paper? You know what that is on it? Grease." Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. So I pull open the first thing of fried chicken, and it's a half a chicken. And she said, "Oh, okay. So we're going we're going to share this." I said, uh, "No, that's mine. <laughs> I have a fr- golden brown fried half chicken, <laughs> all white." And so, Rick, you have a half chicken in a bag. Yep. Golden brown. <laughs> golden brown. A with, half a chicken. With with with. with <laughs> let me tell you something. 
with fried okra, and cream Ooh. corn, oh. and oh, this is my favorite thing. Now it's really good cream corn. Not just we cut it off the the cob and put mm-hmm. it in there with. It's got like I like yellow too, creamy though. stuff yeah. that you don't even know what it is, yeah. but it's good. Sure. <laughs> it, it's, it's it's like your corn is floating in a pond of cream. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and I like it just sawed off the cob. I wanted up too. Great. Like and it. now this won't be anything for you, Bubba, but it will be for some of oh. us that love country eating. But I know this isn't your thing, so I say to her on the phone, "Y'all got any peas today?" <laughs> Oh, baby, we got field peas. We got butter peas. I like good field peas. And I said, do what I have What about beans? I said, do you, I said, <laughs> do, you, do, you have to, do I have to pick one or the other? Well, which one you want, baby? You want some butter peas? You want some field peas? Mm-hmm. I'll have both. Oh, I'm grown. So I got both because I'm grown. <laughs> and um, it's how, like, how many bags were you carrying? I came in with bags. <laughs> I had bags of fun. It was just a bunch of fun you bags. You forgot what I was in it. I forgot what I – and let me tell you something. It, like, like, like the – <sighs> like the like the drug addict that has returned to the fix. Mm. I started tearing into that food, and it was like I didn't know who I was. At one time, I looked and I left my body, and I floated next to my body and was excited for my body. Yeah, <laughs> Rick, the first the first yeah. bite when you went into that chicken, right? And you had that crunch and that juice, and then the, oh, the, no. the white meat of the chicken. I mean, how good did that? How good was that? This Real is good. this is a quote from dinner. From my wife, are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that ain't right. <laughs> and I said, no, baby, that's just, a, that's just, I think I got some grease in my eye. <laughs> and I said, from the oh. from the okra that I'm eating with my hands, <laughs> who needs a fork? Just reach in there fork, and grab man. it. Just go get it. I like good fried okra. And then, well, and then I finished it all up, and it was so very good. So good. What, what did the aftermath look like? Sherry said to me, she said, it looks like I'm starving. that dogs got in here and, 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 and went to eating on our table and just strode flakes of chicken and just, I went, I went, That's abs- what I'm picturing. I went absolutely crazy. And so when it was over, then, then eaters regret begins to come in because you, you have your good moment. And then, and then, so gets, you know, a few hours later, it's time to go to bed and you think to yourself. Even Calatron can't fix this. <laughs> I mean, I pick up the bottle of Calatron and it just shrugs its shoulders. Like, yeah, you give it a Not today, shake. buddy. We ain't got there ain't enough metabolism in this jar. Okay, because you start running in your mind. What what could have possibly been the calorie count? Yeah, and how and, many thousand? And so, uh, so I, I go to sleep and I start feeling that, you know, like you can't get cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like uh, it's like something's laying on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm like, I think I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, she had, my, she had my fever. She goes, I, I think you're just oozing grease. I, I don't think you're. <laughs> mm. and, and so then you start trying to go to sleep, and you get half in sleep and half out. You know, it's not big. You're hovering. It's mm-hmm. not big. It's restless sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I'm like, I can't sleep. And I look up, and there I am standing at the bed looking at me dressed as a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and it's like, you remember me? And like behind me stood a bunch of little people, and they were pieces of fried okra. <laughs> right. and, and they were all like, do you remember us? So it was, hey, and you know what it was? It was time to pay the band. Yeah, you because know, I, I had me a little party going. Rick. I'm Rick, gonna eat whatever I want. I'm gonna eat whatever I want, and then all of a sudden, the band, I love it. And then all of a sudden, the band's like, "Time to get paid." Rick, Ugh. nobody dances for free. <laughs> it was a glorious moment in the moment, but I continue to pay. I mean, I, I had a rough, rough night, and that's good. That's good because you know that that's, that's teaching Rick. That's Reset. Teaching, that's teaching mm-hmm. Rick. Now, so you can't. This is why you don't do this anymore. <laughs> You, you, you're too old for this now. You, you can have it in moderation every now and then. Uh-huh. You can't go off like this now.
And this is, boy, I tell you, there was a moment I was in it. I didn't even know I had a family. I, 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 I was in the middle of it. And, it, and it's, like, it's like I was living in Rick's kingdom. It's like I, it was my own little fat universe mm. with all my little, all my old buddies came back. God, I'm you starving know, today. Fried chicken was like, man, we miss you. Fried okra's like, you don't ever come around anymore. <laughs> Cream corn's like, haven't seen you in months. Where you been? Yeah. You trying to do better? Not today, buddy. <laughs> what made you What made you just make the call that you're going off? Something happened. Arms. I just, I, I can't triggered. even, I can't even. I know, I get that feeling three times a day. <laughs> oh, it brings me to my knees. Eaters regret, we've all had it. I can't mm. start 28 minutes uh, past the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best Of. Hello, I'm Speedy, your host. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday, so we thank you for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. You can always go to rickandbubba.com. Click on Contact. You can email any of us if you like. You also have all the social links at rickandbubba.com. Right there on the homepage, just to the right, you can follow the show and all the individual uh, staff members, so I encourage you to do that. That way you can fill... uh, you know, like you're, you know, 24-7 in contact with the show, making sure that you know the latest and greatest. Don't forget, too, this uh, latest podcast, Rick and Bubba University, uh, the podcast is going to be this week with Chris Hodges. Uh, we have recorded that. It is a great podcast. His new book, Out of the Cave, Stepping into the Light When Depression Darkens What You See. It is a must uh, for you to watch or listen. Uh, make sure you search Rick and Bubba University uh, the podcast wherever you get your podcast. So make sure you do that this week. A special guest, uh, best selling author and pastor, Chris Hodges. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. More best of right around the corner and a classic and another request. Don't go anywhere. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes till top of the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of, and we thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday. This portion of the show is sponsored by Ancestry.com/slash Bubba. You know, lots of families have missing pieces in their family stories that they'd like to know more about, and that's why uh, we want you to get a free trial today at Ancestry.com. That's Ancestry.com/slash Bubba. Ancestry.com slash Bubba helps you search billions, and I said billions, that's a B, billions of records to learn about the people you come from and the lives they led. You all had common ground that connects you, and you can discover that at Ancestry.com slash Bubba. Go there today and learn and share the stories of your past with your family that uh, might not know either. That's Ancestry.com slash Bubba to start that free trial today. Ancestry.com slash Bubba. You can find a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors button as well. All right, this next one here, uh, I thought this was a timely request as well uh, with a lot of cooking out going on right now. Uh, there's going to be lots of hot dogs out there. Uh, this one has to do with a hot dog. Uh, now, Rick's voice, please forgive him. He was struggling this day, but, hey, great story. The boys Take and I went out to a theme park, uh, so that involved the combination of water slides and amusement park rides. Oh, God, which which, which is, in, in, boy, hot. I, I mean, I mean. I don't know if you've walked that pavement lately. Hot. And, hot. and you know, hot. And they always want to do the format of, of, of water slides first, rides second. Mm, so now you. Well, now, now I'm rolling over to the rides and we're all wet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you draw pretty quick out there. And uh, made the mistake, uh, even though it was a great day, had an outstanding day. 
You know, a lot of times when you go to theme parks, you know, your goal of trying to make sure you could go one time when everything's running, you know, which is it rarely ever happens. You know, is there anything any worse feeling to go to a, to a major amusement park or theme park, mm. and all of a sudden you go and they go, "Hey, so and so, that ride ain't running. We ain't running." Mm. They, and the kids oh, yeah. like, "Why are they riding it?" Mm. You know, and so uh, we over over a period of a thunderstorm slowing things down, and which never happened, just rumbled off in the yeah. distance. But they have to shut down anything that's high. Which mm-hmm. is all the great rides, you know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. uh, so finally, that kind of rumbled away, and they opened back up, and we had a great day. And and just just when I had 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 planned out everything perfect, because when you go to a theme park, you know you have to. It's when you take kids to a theme park, it's a battle plan. Sure, I mean you don't just casually. Now you can go to the beach and casually figure out what to do. You don't ever casually go into a theme park with children with no plan of action. No, I tell people that all the time. You know, the first time parents email. We're thinking about going to Six Flags or Disney World or something like we go into Alabama Adventure, you know. And I'm like, have you got a plan? Well, well, we were just wondering. You can't wonder. <laughs> I mean, you you got it. This is like going into battle. I mean, this thing could turn into a disaster. Mm. So uh, my battle plan was perfect, perfect. And I made the mistake. Mm. I made the mistake. Almost free. I'm almost done. I'm not frustrated. The lines were, <laughs> were tolerable. Everything was great. Me and the boys had a great time. Uh, you know, I even, you know, we, we won some of those carnival games and won some worthless prizes and, and, and I'm just about to leave and I noticed the hot dog restaurant, nobody was in it. Oh. And, and I and I thought, man, I, I could knock dinner out right here. Cause you know, dads are always that dinner cloud hangs over you in lunch. Mm-hmm. If you mom, you know, if mama's not, they want to know, she wants to know, did you feed them? Right. And you yeah. start thinking, would this be, oh, accept- yeah. would this be an yeah. acceptable food for her? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of Probably thing. not for mom. Yeah. For dad, it's fine. Yeah. Cereal. So, so instead of hitting another restaurant while we're all tired on the way home, I said, let's knock this out right here. Mm, got it. Forgetting, of course, that uh, employees of theme parks, well, there's a lot of things they do well, but boys, service and food just ain't one of them. Mm. <laughs> and, oh, and, boy. And, uh, you know, I, I finally said to the, the young man, I don't know that you could fix this hot dog any slower than you're doing it. <laughs> the, the, right. the, the, this is like watching a lava lamp. You know what I mean? Not the lamp again. So yeah. you're saying it would have been quicker if the hot dog had come over and jumped in the bun itself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I did, and this is the part where because I was trying to, to represent Christ, right? Which which was difficult. <laughs> and uh, at one point, I really did say, "Just let me do it. <laughs> it's just hot dogs. I can do this. They're they're spinning on the little warmer." Mm-hmm. The buns are to your left. That's it. Take the weenie, put it in the bun, and give it to me. <laughs> Let me have it. How hard is that? You know what I mean. And uh, and and you know and 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 the. Let me tell you what happened because I watched him wait on the one woman that was in front of me who wanted one plain hot dog. I'm not. A, do you want? For those you here, you want to show you my impression. Uh, it's a visual. Yeah, yeah. The only you streamers and people here, I, I'm not making this up. Rick is up. Of course, his, his theme park hat tilted to one side, of course. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, she walks in. He's back there with no nobody, nothing. She she walks in. She says, I would like a, uh, just a one plain hot dog. Rick standing up like he's I'm ordering. Stand, I'm not, I'm not exactly. First of all, he won't come all the way up to the counter. And then the <laughs> hot dogs are behind him, already cooked. <laughs> Buns are to the left. Steaming. And a, mm-hmm. and a Tupperware thing, Okay. Drink machine is over here. To I your would, left. I would like one plain hot dog. Now, keep in mind, I'm going to get a lot more than that. Okay? One plain hot dog. 
head tilting. He walks over, then goes over to the godforsaken plastic gloves. <laughs> which which uh, I said, I, when I said, when it's my time, just grab it with your hands, you're fine. <laughs> we, we've, we've done things a lot lot more unclean than your hands oh, probably yeah. are. Yeah. You know what I mean? My gosh, we've been over, you know, with piles of people like animals in water. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we've been going down slides. There ain't no telling what's in that water. You know what I mean? So, look, whatever. And, and look, he, so here comes one glove. Trying he to gets his on. fingers in it. And barely. And look, and, I, and I'm just like about to come apart. You know, I'm just like, yeah. how long does it take to put on a stupid glove? You know what I mean? Look, and he kind of gets it down. Then he didn't get it right one time. He takes it back off. Correct. And this is one hot dog. Oh, we had the wrong fingers, yeah, wrong yeah, yeah. Then he finally Ooh. gets that on, and then he looks over and gets the other one. Look, and then he kind of works it down. <laughs> then he goes over there, and he goes over to the Tupperware thing. He can't get it open with the buns in it. Well, he's got slick gloves on now. Slipping. Well, unfortunately, inside where the buns are, unfortunately, they had not disconnected the buns for him and made them individuals. Oh, no. They were still attached. Ooh. And that threw him for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> Just tear it off. Just put, they come apart. Look, he's, he's keeping around with it. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And, and so finally, and then he, and then he's just about to come over with a hot dog. He's just about got it over. And she said, and I would like a pretzel, too. And he turns around, and he starts taking the gloves off. And I'm like, leave them on, we're next. You know what I mean? <laughs> just get it with the glove. You know, he's like, then, then there was a piece of paper he had to get for that. And, oh, that just a – and I'm just sitting – I kid you not, it took him 10, 12 minutes to hand a plain hot dog to a woman. And I realized I've got to get a lot of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, because you're hungry. So here's what I did, and I thought this was smooth. I thought, I cannot watch this again. Okay, I can't. Because I'll do something that, that, will, that will crucify Christ, you know, in this man's eyes. So, so what, what, I, what, what I said is, because you remember the one time I was there and I removed the hot dog special? Yes. I took it off the menu because they, they couldn't pull it off. Yeah. You know what line. Mean? Yeah. And I said, if you can't pull it off, just don't even have it on the menu. You know what I mean? And, and so I didn't want to do that again yeah. because I thought that's not being a lie. No. You know what I mean? And, no. Uh, no, so uh, it's obvious. It's obvious a lot was needed here. Right. So, so, so this time I really did. And I want to thank the Moss family. God love you, Scott Moss, and your and your beautiful children and your wife, because I tur- when I ordered, I turned around not because I couldn't face what I was going to watch because I wanted like five hot dogs and all this. So I turn around and I see the Moss family coming outside the window, who I know and go to church with. I went out to them and we talked about everything about their family. We got updated, and I just hoped that enough time would pass that I would then turn around and see the hot dogs right. there. So I just couldn't look at it. I said I can't look at what's happening back here. And I walked outside and talked with them. And, and, and that, you know how when you talk to people, time passes faster? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and I talked with them and ate up about 10, 15 minutes. And I came back and my hot dogs were, were coming to me. And, uh, and, and, and so that, that helped big time. Because uh, and I, I wanted a chili dog too, but I just couldn't no, imagine. You, imagine. Oh, no, imagine if no. he hadn't gotten the chili. I, I couldn't imagine if I'd asked him to <laughs> get in that chili. Night. You know what I mean? I, I couldn't imagine. And, and, and then I well, noticed, your stomach thanks you too. Yeah. I mean, imagine and, if yeah. and, uh, and I know I, I noticed they gave him also his job was to take care of hot dogs and pretzels and watch the soft serve line. Oh, oh, that soft serve would take him all day hey, getting that out. This young man couldn't take that on. <laughs> this young man couldn't take that on. You know, and and I tried to talk to him, which was a mistake. <laughs> you know, you ever try to you ever try to talk to you ever try to talk to some of our youngsters today? Mm. Some of our young men and women. Yep, he did. 
Mm. So, man, how, you having a good time here today? You know, because when I come to a theme park, I want everybody excited. Yeah, I want fun. People, I, want people, I want people looking at my kids going, y'all having a good time at, uh, at a theme park today? You know, like that. Hey, everybody doing okay? Uh, how y'all doing today? What can I do for you? You know, I made say, so, man, you, you doing all right? Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I was like, what, what'd, you, what'd you say? <laughs> you, you, you ever looked a man in the eye and spoke with some, some volume, son? <laughs> Rick, in his defense. Now, are you capable of looking in someone's eyes in his and defense. acknowledging our family existence here? <laughs> we just knocked down now, how was, hundreds of dollars here. Rick, Rick in his how defense. How was the hat? How was the yeah, hat? Tilt it to the side, you know, with the theme park logo. <laughs> what you, what you, if you're the one sweating inside that office, right. running them numbers, you'd love him with his hat tilted. But Rick, you know what I mean? Again, in I his mean, defense. This, this, this is who's representing everything you've invested. I wish you had a hat in here. So what they charge it. to eat at these theme parks, they're not used to people coming in. Right. Shocking. <laughs> right. You, you know, couldn't believe somebody oh, actually believe wanted it. to buy food. I couldn't though. believe it. So I think it ended up being four hot dogs, not five, because I knew five Crazy. was too much. So uh, four hot dogs, two potato chips, one soft pretzel, three Coca Cola's normal size. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be $35, $38. Mm-hmm. I said, now, now, see, that time I heard you, and you couldn't have said $40. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I wish I didn't hear and, that. And Rick, clear. And Rick probably has a tip jar on the counter. Too. Yeah, yeah, the gall to put a tip jar out yeah. for a $7 hot dog. And you know what my tip for him was? Find a job where you don't interact with humans. <laughs> <laughs> and look both ways when you cross the street. Yeah, man, you got a forty dollars. And I'm like, how much you say? Forty dollars. Forty dollars. What? That's the ten price, dollars a dog. Have you noticed the price of all food? It seems like it's gone up. Yeah. Cheap Mexican ain't cheap anymore no, either. No. No. A ballpark or a theme park? Try to eat there. I told the Crazy. kids, prepare for what I want you to tell me is the greatest hot dog you've ever eaten. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes until top of the hour. Cook's Pest Control Best Of is live. I'm Speedy, your host. Welcome in. I got a piece of land. Rick and Bubba back on Tuesday, but we've got Best Of requests. Here's another one. We've talked a lot here at the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport uh, about uh, how vicious it is here, and uh, we give each other a hard time. Uh, it's nothing to come in and someone make a comment about your hair, your <laughs> face, your weight, uh, your lack of weight. <laughs> Uh, your walk, your shoes, your talk, uh, the way you talk, your teeth, your nose, um, and and of course clothing is. is it's it, almost like seventh grade all over again. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Little did I know that going through junior high would give me training to work on this show. <laughs> um, and Helmsy's made the mistake of of, of coming in mm-hmm. and a little bit of a threadbare shirt today. Uh, and then making the bigger mistake of letting the real Greg Burgess know this is the shirt he slept in. Well, I, I witnessed it all, Rick. I, yeah. we were It was during show prep. They were in my office, and, of course, we were all gathered around drinking coffee. Sure. And, um, That's and, a whole and, other story. And, so, and Greg oh, yeah. and I are in conversation uh, about something, and Helmsy walks in. And here he comes, and he's got the shirt on. And it's a Colts shirt, tattered old Faded. thing. I like uh, the and a little big, probably a double X or something. Yeah, I don't it know. Your size. It's hanging it's an on. Extra large. It looks like a blanket. Well, I have lost a little weight. That's what I'm saying. Well, well, there you go with all your yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, and so we come in, and Greg says, so you went ahead and wore that in. And he yeah. said, well, I didn't only wear it in. I slept in it. Because my next line was going to be, yeah. my gosh, looks like something you slept in. And right. he cut me off. Well, well actually, I, I slept in. I I'm kind of mad because he's stealing my fashion sense. <laughs> well, well, that's, that's a great that's, point. Well, I'd like to go. Yeah, hair sticking I'm up. wearing mine so much, nobody even says anything now. When I wear in my clothes, it looks like I slept in Yeah, so, well, yeah. But, but I you, didn't it sleep like in them, but it looks like dog's been laying on or something. Yeah. 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 You, you know, want me to explain? The, yeah. How about it looks like that shirt that your dog has just been hit by a car, you come home and your parents have got it laying on it. Yeah, yeah. here, get that old shirt, put him on it. Well, yeah. Rick, I know you're home you don't have long, it and he came over to your house yesterday. He went over there, and I was my first question is, did you borrow a shirt from Rick, or did you wear it? Because your team is the Colts. Because you're the mini Colts, and I know you have Colts. Stuff. Yeah, I had yeah. some uh, home computer problems, and Hams came by and uh, and 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 repaired those. I, I thank him for that. I didn't realize he would have such a good time with me that he would support my little league team the next day yeah. uh, in a, in a in a radio coat shirt. Uh, but must but, have really bonded. You I, know what? We're hurting his feelings. This, I think it's his favorite shirt. You're not. I d- no. I well, like I, the coat. Who's I, ever got up out of the bed? And first of all, who, right. who, who what guy sleeps with a shirt thank on? You, first right. of thank all, you. Can yeah. I, can we're going to get to that. Would you like me to address well, that just first, a second, or just why a second, I wore the shirt? Just a second. But let's say you, for some reason you do sleep in a shirt, like maybe you're sick or something, and you got to chill. I'll give you that. Yeah. What man sleeps in a but, shirt? But who's going to get up and go? Let's say I got to get ready for work. I tell you what, I'm going to pull these shorts on, go with this shirt, and I'm headed out the door. Who does that? I do. You really? sleep in a shirt? Do you really? You don't sleep in shirts. No, no I'm just saying, who like leaves that. the house in the shirt they slept in? Hey. I won't cut grass in the shirt I slept in. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down. Coffee. Just chill for a minute. <clears throat> I may cut grass in this shirt I'd later. I go, I got to cut the grass. Well, I got to change shirts. My gosh, I slept in this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. He came on to work. <laughs> <laughs> I might. There is no one in this room that can get on me about clothing. I probably dress better than you anybody do. in here. You I, do. And I think Not, that's what bothers all y'all that point. I came in like this. You today. Do. You almost dressed too nice that it made me question your sexuality a couple times. But, <laughs> but this is just completely See what the, the coffee other way. has done. See what it's this done. is gone completely the other way. Late yeah. last night. Did something happen? You okay? Late last night. <laughs> Listen. Late last yeah. night, I jumped on the elliptical. Okay. For about oh, 45 minutes. You want the story or not? Yeah. So I jump on the elliptical. <laughs> I run home. I get a shower and I put on this shirt. You can't even okay? spell lip. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> put on this shirt and I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Fall asleep well, with the shirt on. Little man shirt on. Bed with the shirt on. A lot of times. Who gets in the bed with well, the shirt on? Well, I'm going to explain. Might get a I'm going to explain. Okay. <laughs> this is where I said you'll feel bad. He might get a cold. I don't know that some of y'all even know this, but I have asthma. Okay. <laughs> oh, here it goes. It's pulling out some. No, I'm serious. Listen, listen, just listen. And I to prevent sometimes attacks, my chest has to be warm. I'm serious. I'm just not making this up. <clears throat> well, if you swear so about your asthma, time, get off that elliptical. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, oh, I, I can get on elliptical for an hour, but, but I better wear a shirt. I'm not having asthma attack. I don't want to put myself at risk. This is better than I thought it this would be, by so the way. Great. This is what the new coffee machine at home has done. Yeah. I can't wait till you put an inverter in your car. So oh, you, can, uh, you realize you can do that for so 30 bucks. When well, I got well, up. Can I, can I give Bubba some information he doesn't have just so he can enjoy this even more? <laughs> Once again, Helmsy and all of us has grossly underestimated how vicious this room is. Yeah. He actually said that when I tell y'all why to do it, y'all gonna feel bad. No, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Rick, 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 if you're gonna make me feel bad, you go, your ass ain't gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is why I wear shirts sometimes. You, I don't are you always, that's not a real disease, Greg. Yeah, I don't always. Should have outgrown it. I'd now. rather you but say I will one say of my this. kids was sick and I had to carry him around. A little I will bit. say this, and, and, and it may just say, if there's an asthma doctor or somebody out there that has any clue. A lot of times, 
when I do not wear a shirt, I end up having to wake up in the middle of the night and puffing on an inhaler well, because I've had an attack. I'm kind of with Greg. I think and I'd watch that elliptical. If I, well, I mean, more than I'd wear. I manage shirt. that though. I take my breather. Have, my uh, you don't have covers on the bed that you can cover up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> won't you take a huff and roll over and go to sleep and take your <laughs> yeah. shirt off? Yeah. Or won't you just get <laughs> a sleep on top of the cover? Rick, won't you just lay on a sock right here on your tonight? Heart? I'm in the news. right there. Get a wadded up sock where your heart is and lay on it. <laughs> and, that, and what does that do? Like a little heart guard keeps him from having asthma. <laughs> A sock on your heart. Well, he said that? he has to keep what? his heart warm. Well, well yeah, you with he, it? He no, said, I didn't say heart. I well, said he chest. Oh, well, he said he needed his chest. Be worse. Greg said, "Well, take your shirt off and just put a sock on your chest." <laughs> well, they do get you a hot on. rock. Why don't you get there? you a teddy bear or something? Hey, <laughs> it's what I do. Okay. <laughs> now the reason there is strategic reason that I wore this today. Well, you know, I used to sleep with a shirt on. Oh, how? How? And and you started telling me about about it was tight. I mean, this, I mean, 10 years ago. You're right. And you got you planted this seed that you couldn't rest because it was pulling your shoulders, and it then is. I started feeling it at night. And I can, man, I, I fight a shirt all night long oh, if yeah. I ever fall asleep with a shirt on. Yeah. I got to get it off of Rick, me. We can be camping out and it be freezing, and I'm still not sleeping. You know what though? You no don't matter have what the conditions, I always sleep in shirtless, no matter where and I pull am. This, and pull the cover. It, it, I, I could be trapped in Alaska, <laughs> sleeping in an igloo, <laughs> yes. and I got to get my shirt off. But you might be in a sleeping bag. I'm about to do the rest of the show with my shirt off. There's been a few hunting trips. A few. There's been a few hunting trips where we have to lay down and we're laying on something. I don't want my shirt off on, and that's the only time I've ever had. You know what? I'd I'd read just have red books. If yeah. If I sleep in a shirt in the middle of the night, I wake up and it's like somebody's got me in a full nail. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It's so uncomfortable. Because I toss and turn a lot. I toss and turn a lot, and I'm a, stomach, I'm a stomach side sleeper, so it just pulls it and all yeah. sides oh, yeah. direct. Yeah, it twists it around you. Well, right. little man's got his Colt shirt on, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. got your threadbare asthma shirt Where's on. your huffer at? You got your huffer with you, Huffy? Yeah. What uh, is it with well, internet and asthma? <laughs> That's a good point. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.